0: One can actually I mean there's probably some people that can click that fast um, but I, I don't know who and I would like to meet them they probably give great felice cunnilingus <laughs>
1: I mean I, I would assume so in, in with, season with, with, with the tongue movement in
0: season one after Tony realizes that junior had to tr- uh, tried to have him killed and it was because of Olivia he goes cunnilingus and psychiatry brought us to this <laughs> he's blaming oral sex and psychiatry for his uncle and mother trying to kill him uh, hey guys welcome oh. to episode 109 of you watch I listen Taylor how you doing? I'm doing fine. Josh, how are you? Super. We're doing super. We're doing well. Uh, it's uh, fucking hot as balls in New Jersey right now. Um, we're we're not going to be required to wear masks outside when social distancing is impossible. I'm not wearing a mask outside. No. Nope. Um, I also don't think I'll be at anything where social distancing isn't, uh, like,
1: possible. A, a requirement.
0: Yeah. Well, not even, like, I'm, well, if I've gone to things outside, people can kind of stand, you know, sit apart. I'm never at, like, someone's backyard where it's, like, you're jammed in, like, sardine cans.
1: Well, that's my whole thing like th- there's no reason like I, I okay obviously there's a reason to wear a mask but Sure. Like, if i'm walking down the street i'm not going to wear a mask no fuck I, that's I, not I, what I, they're I, saying no, either and like, and like i wear a bandana and if i go in some place i just pull it up over my nose i do that yeah. it takes 5 seconds it's not a big deal but I, I, people are get, like the the fucking Karens of the world, getting pissed, going in with Trader Joe's. Oh, dude, these pasta. videos.
0: You can see of people that are flipping out about having to wear a mask, and the people that believe wearing a mask will make you more sick. Are you fucking stupid? I see people say you're just breathing germs in your own
1: stupid. Dude, like he, no one's ever
0: breathed and given themselves strep throat. It
1: was a uh, it was uh, <laughs> Boomer Sisson's son who has uh, what cystic fibrosis. Uh, yes. he had his mask on. He had like he had like an, had, like, a, a, an oxygen sure. meter, and he's like, dude, I have cystic fibrosis, and I wear this as I. Walk. And I still have fu- born enough oxygen like, dude, you're, y- you're
0: in the supermarket For more Like no more than A fucking hour Right Tops If that's If it's crazy fucking busy If you yeah. go on like A Sunday morning Right You can wear your Fucking mask Shut the fuck up I know I've seen so many people This is just them seeing If they can train you To do things Okay because In Japan They don't wear masks Before coronavirus Like if the common cold Is going around They're wearing Fucking masks out In public
1: Yeah but that's That's more of like A convenience thing That's being nice Sure to everyone. sure you Yeah mean, yeah Fucking considerate yeah. But, but here, it's a political statement. Oh, of
0: course. I, everything's a fucking political statement. I fucking watch a Harry Potter movie, and I'm a bigot now. Yeah,
1: I, I, I have it, I have an Italian sub. Now I... Pfft, yeah. Now that's a oh, my
0: statement. God. You can't say Italian anymore. What do you have to just... They're just Europeans. That's all it is. But uh, anyway, this is episode 109 of You Watch, I Listen. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to be reviewing two albums. I'm going to be reviewing Bane's Give Blood, and we're all going to be
1: talking about Lamb of God's most recent record, self-titled. Taylor? And we're going to be talking about the Nicolas Cage and the, the Martin Scorsese movie Bringing Out the Dead. All right, guys. We'll see you so in a you second.
2: Watch I Listen podcast starts now.
0: Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, you. suck it, nice. And slow. Couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? He's the fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong?
2: It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it.
0: Uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, Taylor just learned some devastating news right before the show started. Uh, on Monday, Charlie Daniels died. So and enough. for Taylor, he just died five minutes ago. <laughs> like, it literally, like it, room. It's still not as bad as some of the ones Josh and I have had of not knowing someone was dead for fucking years. Yep. John Ritter. John Ritter. I think I, I, I was
1: What's like... One that year? Spooner knew? Um, Spooner
0: didn't know. There, uh, That's a f- good one. What does Spooner know about anything? I mean, he's actually a pretty smart kid, but like... He's smart with like accounting. And outside of that, he's got the social cues of a fucking anteater.
2: Well.
1: <laughs> He's a he's a fucking idiot. You know, I didn't realize how bad you guys shit on Spooner. than the first time I met his parents, and you guys like you went to his dad verbatim. Go, how could you be such a nice person and have such a shit? <laughs> I said that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, he, and his dad just laughed. Probably he's like, yeah, dude, I don't. know. Yeah, it sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. what, what did
2: uh, what does Spooner's dad call Manfro again? Is it Oh, man, man cave, man cave. Man cave. <laughs> yeah, that was, was he. Like Spooner texted me like
0: two days after WrestleMania. He's like, my dad just called me and he's like, man, that man cave is a really nice kid. And just like a couple months ago he's like my
1: dad asked me how man cave was i'll never forget i was driving through west milford i think spooner we were hanging out with we were going to his house or something and he and i'm like who the hell lives in the log cabin and he goes that's my house dude.
0: <laughs> there's actually a lot of log cabins in this area and some of them are like it's weird some of them will look like log cabins on the outside but in the inside they're like contemporary modern houses and then some look like log cabins inside i think a log cabin is great for like a lake house yeah. but yeah. they get it's a, a shit ton of wood spiders and i fucking hate those things disgusting josh you want to just turn on the garage light and hit lock um just because i realized it turned off when you take a picture for the banner that's not going to look too nice just hit lock on the thing now um but yeah here we are uh we uh just had a great fourth of july um hot dog count uh, around taylor uh only had two. Okay. Uh over the fourth of July, course of leading up to fourth of July, how many hot dogs did you have, Josh? Uh, just two. Just two. Okay. I had fourteen between uh Thursday and Sunday. No,
1: you told us and you yeah. told us how big the shit was. Yeah, it w-
0: it looked like two foot longs, like had a baby, <laughs> and then another two foot longs had a baby. Uh, fucked and had a baby, and then by coincidence those two babies met and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the gun from the movie Fly Boys. <laughs>
1: I just love that you just go, Taylor, you just send the movie picture in the fucking group chat. Are the, you like how I sent it to Spooner, And he goes, is that the gun from the movie Flyboys? I like how he knew instantly. Yeah, he definitely knows. And Justin was like, is that Red Tails? No,
0: <laughs> no stupid. No, no. <laughs> Kenyatta uh, was in that group chat, and he goes, I never knew this movie existed, but I'm going to watch it now. <laughs> He's like, there's no way it's good. I'm like, dude, you'll be
1: the only person that saw it. I'm uh, like, I'm very, I was very, like thinking about watching it when i saw this is yeah end and i just never got no
0: it's it. not worth it um so hot dog count what else, did you guys eat anything else like obviously burgers sausage and peppers steak shit uh, like that well i went pierogies probably this cunt yeah,
1: well no I, well i went fishing on friday we caught a couple of uh, flukes <laughs> okay we, uh, nice so, uh, we fried them
2: up was that it was a nice. fluke that you caught them
1: <clears throat> fuck a home
0: run yeah <laughs> Good job. what was that noise that was I didn't get to the thing. I, I thought I heard a... Woo-woo. There it is. All right. <laughs> it wasn't as, wasn't as fun. So, you,
1: so you fried right? up your fish? Yeah, fried up my fish. <laughs> <Why> <laughs> did that bite? And then ate it. <laughs> and then my ass was farting. But, no, <laughs> so I, I've been doing that. And then I, I actually just uh, Freshly sponsored the show. I just uh, I started using a, uh, Freshly. Very nice. Um, Freshly's nice, dude. They're not... It's it, It's not like healthy, healthy, but it's like... It's meant to be better. So, like... The dinners are less than four hundred calories, four hundred calories max. That could have been very bad.
0: <laughs> I was just put my fucking cigarette out on my microphone.
1: But uh, I like got yeah, fucking dingus doing that. That's been fun. But the fishing was fucking great on Friday. Yeah, dude, too. your picks were
0: nice, man. Um, I wish I really do wish I had the patience for fishing or golf or anything like that because I can see why it'd be so relaxing. But I'm such an uptight cunt to be sitting there. <laughs>
1: Especially too, like on top of that, I'm not I'm pretty sure like out in the middle of the ocean like that. Like it was pretty rough that day. Yeah, you, sure. You, you would have got seasick pretty hard.
0: Well, I my dad. I've been out on uh, on boats on the ocean and I have not gotten seasick. Uh, my dad always uh, actually said himself like I, I didn't think I would get seasick until I was out in the ocean and it just doesn't prepare you for how it's, how bumpy it is. Yeah. It's not like being on a fucking lake because I'm on Greenwood Lake all the fucking time. Yeah, that's I actually just right. went on um, the landlord's parents just got a brand new fucking boat. Her uh, her dad's retirement gift to himself and we went on that on Saturday. My first yeah. time on it, fucking awesome. I could sit on fucking Greenwood Lake for hours. Like that to me, like you can't go uh, swimming where you went fishing. You would have want to well you, you get could. hepatitis c and b
1: well you could we were far enough out where it would have been fine but the tide coming in and out was so rough
0: yeah i'd end like, up like uh what's his name uh the wwe guy that just died what's uh the guy from uh crime
1: time this is, this is an, oh god that guy yeah he not
0: jtg of, the other guy yeah, I, don't, I know you didn't hear about, about, about him he no, died I, I did i heard about yeah him, he's but, dead he's oh. with charlie daniels and ken griffey jr
1: ken griffey jr's dead
0: <laughs> he's been dead for like six months dude that's why they made that documentary now you're making. Shit up. <laughs> I was hoping Josh blew it by giggling. Um, Josh, how about you? What was your Fourth
2: uh, of July eating like? Did you stick to your diet for the most part? Um, I just had two hot dogs and two hamburgers. Okay, uh, not you know, bad. Not in one sitting. No, in one, sitting. <laughs> in one sitting? good boy. I but I didn't eat anything else throughout the day, okay. so it's like uh, good. Did you, you purge know? after? No, I just, I, just <laughs> I didn't eat anything the rest of the day, so I condensed all my meals into one.
1: That's fine. It's that's just, that's good. You have a two hour window where you go for it and you're alright. And all
2: right. you know
0: what's funny when you do that? Like you think you're doing the right thing, but then you eat that much and you're just like, oh fuck, because when you don't eat that much, your stomach shrinks up and then you fucking purge, or you purge. You gorge on food and then your stomach is just like, uh oh Yeah, I um last night I had like the worst I I didn't I won't say I had the munchies because I didn't take any medicine, but I was fucking hungry. So like I had TGI Fridays mozzarella sticks in the freezer, made nice. those. I had some uh, Ritz crackers and melted some brie, had those so good. and then I had half a box. Of cocoa puffs. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, Christopher's
1: dead. Oh, oh yeah. That was that night? <laughs> that was last night. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I watched Christopher die while I was eating some cocoa puffs. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I haven't taken my medicine in like over a week. It's yeah. Been nice. I'll tell you yeah,
0: what. Yeah. I, I haven't I'll enough. tell you something's been weird when I've been having my medicine recently. Like, once the medicine wears off, I'm getting like fucking, like I'm in menopause and I'm getting hot flashes. Like, I get fucking, like, excruciatingly hot. Really? And I, I don't know what it is, but there is something in this medicine, in that kind of medicine, that. Reg, it works with uh, what your body naturally creates to regulate temperature sure yes so I guess what I read about it is I just need to drink more cold water after I take my medicine and then I should be fine That's how I, I right did right. that over the weekend on top of having like 12 coronas which was awesome Yeah. Uh, with my lo- I, thank you to, to Mr. Growhow for teaching me proper line placement in the coronas yeah,
1: there's one person that knows yes It's definitely Growhow know how um, so we got
0: some fun stuff today Uh. obviously we're gonna do our reviews we're gonna do our picks uh, for the week and then we're gonna get into some of our uh, Subjects we're going to talk about um, I figured we should do the movie first Since we have two albums um, have two So, albums. so I, I I also just want to state um, The movie I gave you I'd only seen a couple times And I just rewatched it With uh, the landlord The night I gave it to you She was like Oh that sounds kind of cool I'll watch that So we watched it So it's fresh in my mind um, Again a lesser known Scorsese movie Bringing out the dead Star Nicolas Cage Taylor uh,
1: I can see why it's a lesser known Scorsese movie It's not that great But it's cool It's a cool movie It's it's, cool. it's, it's a very yeah. entertaining film It's not like a grand Scorsese Scorsese movie, it's, but it's very entertaining. Again, this is one of those movies. Unless it's given to me on the show, I'm not going to go see. You probably that. never even heard of it. No, I'm um, like I said, I wasn't going to go see. You would that, probably, but, you know, when you might have watched it when Scorsese died, and you were just like, I'm, I, yeah, I'm going to go off. through all his
0: movies. Like yeah. that's the only time you're going to watch fucking Cundun
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> facts or like in the name, no,
0: it, Last Temptation of Christ. That's the one.
1: Yeah, well, Willem Dafoe does play a very good Jesus Christ. I'll probably, I'll probably yeah. watch it at some point. But uh, no, it's really interesting. It's an interesting take on this because you normally see, like this is like this is almost like a. A cop movie, but it's not a cop. It's you know uh, Nicholas Cage plays uh, an EMT. You know he drives the ambulance, he brings people, in he tries to save people. Yeah, um, and he has different part. The one thing, the rotating partners throughout the movie was nice, even though like, well, I th- I was waiting. I was like, if this is a John Goodman fucking buddy Ni- co- Nic- buddy EMT movie, Nicolas
0: Cage movie, I'm a thousand. There should have second. been a spin-off, But I, what I like about the partners is each one is representing a further dive into madness for him. Right, like John Goodman's the most level headed. Like he's a dude who's been on the job, he's seen everything. Thing. Then you get to Ving Rhames, who was great in the fucking movie, Yo, he and okay. he's like this like love preacher guy, and he's in love with the the, the dispatcher, who's Queen
1: Latifah's voice, yeah. and uh, they they drank together while they're driving, dude, and wrecked the fucking just so ridiculous when they're, they're saving the dude from the heroin overdose, yeah, and it's like he just he, like praise Jesus, and he acts like, like it's a miracle, yeah, right? When I think he just hit him with adrenaline or something like that, yeah, um, Narcan, no, Narcan shot, Narcan, that's what it was. No, he, dude, that was great, and then like the the shot of him like in the I what's driving? He's got the cigar in his mouth. I'm like, this is so fucking over Yeah,
0: the top. and the other dispatcher um, on the movie was um, the voice of Martin Scorsese.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, the last partner he had, I didn't Cox like... Cocksucker. Well, he... So, I think he was the guy from Independence Day. I gotta call my lawyer. No, uh, that's not... That was look, not Harvey it, Feinstein. It looks like him, dude.
0: That's Tom Sizemore that played the role in um, in oh, this. Sorry. Who he was in an episode of It's Always Sunny when they're going to the um, the charity thing that uh, for uh, saving animals that Frank says he's donating to and they get lost in the woods and they, that trucker picks them up that wants to have gay sex with uh, Dennis, that's
1: Tom Sizemore. <laughs> Go okay. on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, um, now it, is a very, it is a very good movie. Again, it isn't really a descent in the madness. The big thing that... Um, that I liked about this movie again—it's—it's it's, you could tell it's a Scorsese movie because it's being narrated by the main actor, correct? By the main character, which I always really really enjoy, like Taxi Driver. He, one thing Scorsese um,
0: does very well is he captures Caprio. like he captures like the grittiness of New York City very well. When very, you see like something yeah. like Taxi Driver in this,
1: he's very good at it. Um, I will say, like I said, so the one thing that was kind of like I was I, I picked up throughout the movie was that like. He's trying to be bigger than himself Because he doesn't really believe in himself outside of his job Well because
0: he hasn't saved anyone in months on top of it
1: Well so I, I was doing a little research in this movie And the big thing that, uh, people, uh, that people were saying And it makes a lot of sense is that He's not being authentically who he is Correct um, You know he's living vicariously through these lies So like every single time he saves someone This is what I did This is how I did it Every time someone dies or he doesn't save anyone Well I didn't do it because of this this and this And it helps cope with the loss of everything For sure So I do understand especially from that side of things how, you know, specifically that field. You know, they get no help from nobody, and just you see death constantly every Correct. day. They'll so get all the blame when they don't save someone,
0: and then if they if they save someone, they're just doing their job.
1: It's a very heavy movie. It's not it's not enjoyable by any. No. Sense, by there's some of the funny. There's
0: some really funny parts in it. Like yeah. I thought Mark Anthony was hilarious as the strung out guy. He just yeah. I need some water, and then he runs away every cool. time. He's like me. I got scared and dude, I run dude, away. They get the <laughs> shit out of him at the end of the movie, dude. And that scene is so uncomfortable. And it just it's. When when he has that moment of reckoning and Nicolas Cage's character is um, specifically seeing that one girl he couldn't save Over Rose. yeah Rose he kept seeing the faces on different people yeah um, and I thought that was really cool so
1: the other thing so the uh, basically like the first the first call they go to is this gentleman who had a heart attack and he's passed out on Patricia the bed. Arquette's father right. yeah, and he passed out on the bed you know they do get a pulse they get him to the hospital but he's essentially a vegetable yeah right so you know he goes back through, throughout the movie he, ha- he develops a relationship with the guy's daughter then they're going back throughout the movie she has a re- lapse, and then the ultimate ending and the culmination of the movie actually makes a lot of sense. So, the guy is on life support, and, you know, he's not... Uh, the family didn't say anything about it. He basically pulls the plug on the guy. And because the and guy because was like. He's, com- having, he's having a telepathic fucking conversation with him every time he gets hit with a defibrillator. Let me go. Let me go. Yeah. Let me go. And he, that's what he's also losing his mind.
0: It, it reminded me um, of Dr. Sleep a little bit in that yeah. sense.
1: Well, I will say the one part where I did laugh. I laughed like a motherfucker is when they're like, I want to fucking break something. I want to fight. And he's, <laughs> yeah. and he's, like, he makes, he's like, I got to make a fucking vitamin B cocktail with a drop of adrenaline. <laughs> and he's, and he's, and he's got the fucking oxygen mask on. He's like, I want to break something. <laughs> yeah, dude. There was some. I really, love the bucket uh, dent thing with uh, the how,
0: bat. how weird was it seeing Janice Soprano not be a cunt in the movie? Just small part, dude. The person that, the woman that was the funniest, low key role was the woman that they kept cutting to that was telling people, "No one made you take heroin. We know if
1: we Yo. let you out, you're just gonna come right back." I, I, so she reminded me of the receptionist from Ghostbusters. Yes, very similar. It was like the guy said, like, "Oh no." So, so, so what you're <laughs> telling me is you went on a three day cocaine bender and you think you did too much cocaine and your heart's gonna explode. Well, that, seems, that sounds like a you, <laughs> Yeah, dude. And I'm like, this is in a hospital? You can't do that. This woman gets it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's um, given overall grading of the movie. It is good. It's not great. It's not I his mean, best work. And it also doesn't feel like a Scorsese movie. No, nah, it's different. But I, I will say, like, the... Like, the, one of my favorite shots is actually in the beginning of the movie when he's driving. It's like two o'clock in the morning, and you just see like neon light. Neon, yeah, yeah, neon light, neon light, and it's just like you. Just it's see cool. It's, draining. It's, it's
0: really cool. And I, I, again, I love as the descent in the madness. I don't know if anyone does it better than Nicolas Cage. He's really good, and at he, it. he was great in this movie. I thought he he played he was perfect for this role.
1: Yeah, he's very. Uh, I, he gets a bad rap sometimes, obviously for the over. I mean, it's deservedly. so Well, he picks but bad but roles, and he give him a good role. Season, you get a good performance. Season of the Witch. I mean, him and Romba, but then you Romba. think about how much fun he
0: was in um, Con Air. The, uh, con, he was fun in Con Air. It was great. Um, con Air. The, the what's National the, Treasure. The what, oh my god, the movie I'm forgetting. Gone the, in sixty I'm, seconds. I'm forgetting the movie I gave you with him. The Color movie. Um, well, the Color the, Out of Space. The Color Out of Space was Mandy. Fucking, was oh, awesome. Mandy was fucking great. Mandy was awesome. Uh, Ghost Rider too. Dude, That's dude, not dude, a sequel. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> Gone in sixty seconds. Gone in sixty seconds is fun, amazing. And dude. then you think about movies like the family, National just, Treasure 2 The Family Man. The Weatherman. The go, Wicker go, Man. Oh no, not the bee. That's actually
1: from my girl, not the bee. What's that movie that's really bad that it's in, where you can see the, where you can see the top? Like you can see the like that the set stops. Oh y- yeah, dude, it's, like, it's like a remake of like yeah. an old movie. I forget what it's called. Well,
0: he was in a, it I wasn't even a remake. I guess it was technically supposed to be a sequel of um the classic Harvey Keitel movie um Bad Lieutenant. Um, the one that he did was fucking awful.
1: Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. That's the, like, yeah, it
0: was fucking terrible.
1: What do you say, man? Yeah, like, it's it's, it's no, fucking garbage. Not good,
0: but um, so what would you give bringing out the Dead on a on a hole?
1: It's a rookie score, but I'll give it a solid 5.
0: Uh- Okay, I would probably give it a six just because it's one that I I, I probably felt the same way the first time I saw it. Yeah. But watching again, I'm like, okay, I enjoy this movie. It's an enjoyable movie. I wouldn't. It's heavy at times, but it's fun at times. Yeah. It has a good striking balance of the two, I feel like.
1: At first, w- when I watched it, I was first like, I thought that the pacing was a little off. But when I watched it the second time, it made sense. Yeah, for sure. So I get it. And also just me, like, if that was, like I said, John Goodman, Nicolas Cage, I'm in a thousand percent. Dude, they need to make I, a spinoff movie. I enjoyed Ving Rhames a lot. The he was fucking I fucking.
0: The last guy was such a cocksucker, he such but a he was the right character to close off his storyline. To line. wrap it up at the end. Yeah, correct. It was perfect. Sense, so, yeah. all right, that's fair. Um, again, it's uh, it's one of these lesser-known Scorsese movies, and I think it's important to see I'm that. I'm happy I saw it. You, there was one the one that I that you were supposed to watch, but you were sick at the time, that I still think you should watch was After Hours that Josh ended up liking a lot.
1: You know, and, I knew there was a movie that I missed because yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah.
0: You'll, you'll I like, almost died in the yeah, hospital. Yeah, dude, you had COVID. I um,
1: did not, that was way before. <laughs> but you were telling
0: us you had COVID a few months ago when you were in the hospital. I definitely had it When was I in the hospital A few months ago November September It was November It was September Tomato, tomato but you even, didn't he even say that he probably had it when he was in the hospital. Do you remember him saying remember that? Right yes. Right thank you. You said it yourself. You guys like
1: making no, sure. No. You said it. Yeah, you said it. If it? I go back into text, and if you really want me to do this, I will find it. You I'm cocksucker. Gen- I, I'm, listen, I'm not saying you're lying, even though I just said that. I'm saying I, you have the pinky ring. No, yeah, I do have the pinky ring. You um, cocksucker. No, I, I, no, I can so honestly it, tell you. If you can
0: find it, I will gladly. It wasn't September. It was the end of October, early November,
1: because I was at a wedding when you were in the hospital. Well, no, because this is how I remember. Because so, so my ex broke up with me a week. Uh, how, how was that? It was awful. <laughs> well, actually, it wasn't too bad the second time. At least
0: right. you got thrown up on when she. You should have thrown up on her when she dumped you. All
1: right. <laughs> 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 but this is how I know she was a kiss to death, right? So that is, so she breaks up with me. Maybe two weeks later, I get sick because I was hanging out with Joe Pa, and yeah. then fucking, and then I'm, then I'm in, I'm sick for a week. That's when I text you, and I'm like, dude, I tell you my symptoms. You're like, you have pneumonia. I'm like, no, I don't. I go to the chest X-ray, and I text you Perot's nose. Yeah, and I'm in the hospital for the weekend. <laughs>
0: and I literally go, yeah, I was at a wedding at the time, okay. so I do remember that it was okay, it was so October, maybe October ish. Yeah, sure. yeah, it was around right, there. I'll give which, you that. So you probably had it. Um, because so I was in the it,
1: hospital when but, fucking Pete Broke the fucking broke right. Aaron Judge's and record. And I, I
0: remember you were in the hospital when you had to watch *Midsummer* too. <laughs> oh,
1: dude, yo, yo! I wish I could have taken a picture of the hospital staff when the when when he's getting smashed. I, I'm literally watching on my iPad, and the lady walks in to like to check my vitals, and it was right when the dude like hits the hits the bitch in the face with the mallet. Yeah, dude. I'm, she's like, "What are you? Watching? <laughs> Don't worry about it. No
0: wonder why your heart rate is. Be spicy. like, "This is from my last family reunion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Taylor, you gave me the album uh, from the hardcore band, hardcore punk band, we'll call them. No. Uh, hard hardcore band. Uh, it's funny because on their wikipedia it says hardcore punk It's, I, it's no, they're, like, they're a hardcore band there's a, a mix of
1: punk there I would say yes, this album has a hardcore punk feel so- to it the, the original hardcore bands The Bad Brains Minor yes. Threat It sounds like punk rock Yes That's, that's really where it Emulated Or it started from But it's really It's hardcore music So
0: this album came out In 2001 uh, Bane's Give Blood Um, th- This is it's a fun. fucking A fucking perfect album Dude, It's amazing it, It's cool because So we did two albums This week Both albums have 10 songs Bane's album is 27 minutes long The Lamb of God album Is 47 minutes long <laughs> yeah. So The Bane album is so short It's so short So um, I, I heard a lot of. Bane throughout the years from living with you and Greg um so I'd heard a bunch of these songs already but it was cool yeah. to sit back and listen to them I do so, want
1: to give more credit to Greg because this is a hundred percent this was band. this
0: was his band man this I remember he went to the last show up in Boston yeah um I remember it being a big deal for him um so I, I didn't know what to fully expect uh, The themes on the album You know what's funny I was listening to the lyrics on the album And I was thinking like I'm like oh this is like Very much an anti-Bush administration album And I'm like Is this post 9-11 But I'm like It can't be that post 9-11 Considering not It was September obviously right. um, But it does have like a very Obviously if it's like Got a punk feel to it It's anti-establishment mm-hmm. You know what I mean But um So starting out with the album uh, Speechless Great fucking song to open it To five um, Some come running A five The bass line in that fucking song Is awesome the lines on all these songs are awesome. Um, Snakes Among Us, a five. The the theme on that one I took was when you, look, especially when you look at the lyrics, the kids that think they're into the hardcore scene that are coming from like uh, prep schools and their parents are paying for everything. Jocks. They're not, yeah, exactly. Like things like that where they think they like it, but they don't really get what the scene's about. Yeah, 100%. like yeah. So I like that one a lot. Um, Release the Hounds was probably my favorite song in here. It's really? close. Uh, I love the guitar riff on it it's because the guitarist doesn't show off too much on it, but the this one was perfectly placed and it wasn't showing off too much it's among my I, dude most, the lowest I had for any song on here was a couple fours which is one of the next one what holds us down was a four just because it's short it's still a really good song but it's the shortest song on there um Ante Up was another you know, one of my favorites Anti Up is amazing that was a five
1: amazing
0: breakdown on dude, that the, fucking the, song the
1: last 30 seconds of that song it's, where he goes it, it's like splash my, cri- splash my chips across the table take my shot I'm all in and he's screaming as loud as he can yeah, just, dun, 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 dude it's, dun, dun, it's dun, awesome dun. it's Suck it uh, the amazing. next song
0: uh, bang the drum slowly which is funny because it's one of the fastest drum lines on the song yeah. um, that was a four uh, sunflowers and sunsets is but it 's between that and release the hounds is my favorite sunflowers and sunsets is the best written song on this album uh, I really like the lyrics on it I love the music on it that 's a five big gun down originally a four listen to it a few times that's a five Ollie versus Frazier one fight of the century great song title on top of it because it's this epic to end this album it's violent it's angry I gave that a five. From start to finish, his album was so easy to listen to. They knew what to do. They know their sweet spot that with this kind of music, it doesn't need to be long. The songs can be two and a half minutes long. You can make every song no more. Than, I think the longest song on here is like three minutes and 50 seconds. Right. And all of them rage from start to finish. His voice is really cool because he sings kind of out of tune, which That's I like. Makes it, yeah, that it's makes it it's different. He sings out of tune. He's got a great scream. It's like a grovel almost. Yeah. Um, I, I really love this. I want to listen to more of them. I'm going to listen to more of I just couldn't put this album down This album gets a perfect 5 out of 5 No complaints on this whatsoever I listened to this probably 30 times in the last week It's one of the top 10 albums I've gotten on the show Without question See
1: that's what I'm saying Like the week leading up to giving you that record They just released the final yeah, show yeah. The whole nine yards I told you about last week I just told and
0: you about the movie The whole nine yards inside
1: With dude, the Matthew oh, Perry he, and Bruce Yeah you did But dude man I, I just Dude man bro uh, I have I, dude, I love Man bear pig it. Man bear pig I'm super serial yeah. uh, No dude This, this uh, album is incredible Incredible. What Bane meant to the hardcore scene in general was something that can't really be replicated. Yeah. They were band for 20 years. They only put out five records. And, and each
0: the, one, from what I read, had like a huge impact. And it, I, from what I also read, this is considered their best one.
1: Yes, 100%. And like their last album, Don't Wait Up, was they 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 knew in 2014 their last album they're like we're gonna break up and they still toured for two more fucking years which is cool they didn't that. hate
0: each other they just knew they ran their course
1: well and then they also did a podcast series with all five of the members and they all put it they all had their two cents on like what you know what the process was of coming some people i know and, my
0: process of coming
1: <laughs> i realize uh, I pinch my nipples grab sentence. my balls <laughs> oh my god scratch scratch, yeah. scratch yeah. the gooch please yeah but uh dude i'm telling you like and they all had their different perspectives on the ending of the band some people didn't want it to some people were like i can't do this anymore I I got a kid sure. and shit. So it made a lot of sense and it was really cool to really dive into this band. I'm glad you really like uh, it. Oh dude, I am not kidding you.
0: I fucking loved it. Like it's,
1: I, it's the epitome of hardcore. No, it's what hardcore is meant to be. Like I said, there's two different versions. There's the kinds that beat the shit of each other, knock the loose vein, it has its place. Then you have the inclusive, which is Bane, have heart, minor threat.
0: Yeah. Then they both have I, their place. I thought the themes on this album, like the the people that come into their scene that aren't really part of it. Um the have dreaming of something bigger than like these small shows is one of the themes. In this There is obviously With any in this genre Anti-establishment Anti-government That's part of it Because they talk about The drums of war And things like mm-hmm. that But overall Just uh, a really really Enjoyable album Start to finish That's awesome Alright let's dive into this one Josh gave us a challenge Last week for an album That none of us Had really listened to uh, Lamb of God Came out with their um, Newest album I don't know how long um, Five we, years Five years uh, We saw Lamb of God With Slipknot a few years ago At PNC
1: That's the one and only time I did the big show thing Yeah Only and that was Right before the breakdown and Laid the Rest I could not help myself
0: Dude, holy shit! Uh, they were they were fucking great opening for Amazing. Slipknot. You want to talk about energy at a concert? Lamb of God then Slipknot? It was fucking just raging. That was um, so, so. This just came out two weeks ago, right? Yep. Two yep. weeks ago. Um, I, I'm pretty sure all of us are in agreement. We love this album. Oh 100%. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> the, I only gave one song less than a, a four, and it was a three for uh, Roots. And it was still a routes, whatever. It was a good song. It was a good song. Which is my least favorite. Yep. Um, every uh, so, the opening track for me, Memento, Memento Mori. I like the slow pace, getting angry. I was a four, Checkmate a five, uh, Gears of five, Reality Bath a four, um, New Colossal Hate a four, Resurrection Man a four, uh, Poison Dream was my favorite, uh, next to Bloodshot Eyes, I gave that a five, and uh, On the Hook, the closing track was a five. That was one of my first listened to. It was a four, and the more I listened to, I'm like, alright, great way to fucking end the album, just like Bane's Give Blood, just a great way to cap it off, just a fucking... Uh, the great thing about Lamb of God is you know what you're getting, yeah. and they still deliver. Like There's those times where you have high expectations, and it shits the bed, uh, Hello, St. Anger, um, where you're like <laughs> waiting for this big epic to come out. And Lame of God, five years, no album. They come out with this. And uh, I was even reading what people thought about it before I listened. And people were like, this is one of their best albums. Yeah. Um, the, the 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 music construction on it is incredible. Their compositions are great. Then They don't do anything wild. They don't do anything crazy to show off, but they're consistently way above average in everything they do. Um, I, I
1: really love the album. I'm, I'm not going to give it a perfect five out of five because of the three, but it's a 4.8 out of five. So, my, my thing with this is that, uh, you know, obviously it is incredible that, you know, everyone knows that by now. But the thing is, like, and you kind of touched on it, was Lamb of God know who they are. Yeah. So And they stay in their lane and they're good at what they do. So, why deviate from yeah. from the recipe they, that makes them great? And I really, really appreciate that. It also makes a lot of sense that, you know, you took some time off because uh, Adler's not the drummer anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that's a hard guy And to you replace, can hear man. the
0: difference in the drumming. Yes. The, the, I feel like the song structure was a little bit tighter almost.
1: Kind of, it's, okay, it's, so I, I, I kind of relate this to the first time I heard Slipknot with Weinberg as opposed to Joey. Sure, yes. It, 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 it sounds more
0: like... Like a classical type drummer. Kind, not necessarily it sounds, classical. It sounds,
1: sounds tighter. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what you mean. Like, right, but, it, but the thing is that Adler is still that guy. Yeah, sure, of course. Joey's no always going to be that it,
0: guy, but there's right. a difference between the styles and for some, uh, oh, especially as bands grow up. It fits differently.
1: I complete, and the thing is with this, and like, and my big thing is that they didn't deviate from what makes them great, and that's what makes this even better to me. After a five-year layoff, they come back with just listen. We're Lamb of God. This is what we do. I mean, I think they put out a "Burn the Priest" record in between at some point, or even after, or before the fact. But dude, it was just it's phenomenal. "Gears" is my favorite song on that fucking. Album. Oh, "Gears"
0: fucking rips, and dude. And I like,
1: I literally, I'm listening to it in the car, and I'm like, I get the same feeling when I listen to "Rage Against the Machine." Dude, Fuck. I was driving. You. Let's I, fucking go! I, I was driving I Pulled over to an 80 <laughs> On 80 Of all
0: places <laughs> I was driving around My niece yesterday My niece is like Despite being 13 He's becoming a metalhead I was like We're gonna Damn listen to this right, shit man. And she's sitting in the car Like this I'm like yeah Let's that's, fucking go I, fucking I, awesome. I, I played a little Slipknot And she knew all the words To Eyeless No never she more, didn't I, knew, I was never more proud In my life Where she goes You catch a California With that yeah. <laughs> <on."> And <laughs> I'm like I'm like, alright We're gonna listen to Lamb of God And she had never Really heard them And she's like This is fucking cool And I'm like Oh my god You fucking curse now This is fucked up yeah. So Josh, um, you listened to it before us, I'm assuming, right? No, I I waited. Oh, you waited. Okay. So what were your prevailing thoughts on this? So
2: you guys know I'm a Lamb of God guy. I've been in there since the beginning with them. One of my favorite metal bands of the last 25 years. These guys are fucking incredible. Um, Reality Bath is my favorite song on the album. It's Uh, it's chillingly relevant to the world today with the pandemic and everything. Um, You know, Memento Mori, uh, uh, Reality Bath, New Colossal Hate. Poison Dream, Bloodshot Eyes, and On the Hook are probably my five. That's favorite around
0: album. where I I fall into. My fives were Checkmate, um, Poison Dream, uh, Bloodshot Eyes, and On the Hook. Those yeah. were my. That was my shit. You know, uh, if I look oh, at this, get yeah, Gears
2: as well. Yeah, Gears fucking Gears fucking rips. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, if I look at this with against the rest of their catalog, I put it right up there with Ashes of the Wake. Yeah, it's yeah, really fucking sure. good. Yeah, uh,
1: I I don't I, go that far. might need to. You might need to grow a I, little bit. I put it with like Sacrament. And and Sacramento is great fucking too. great too. Fucking they, don't great. They, don't. they don't have a bad
0: record. They don't have a bad record.
1: But this is like you got me saying
0: record now, cocksucker. <laughs> no, it's better that way. <laughs> I know. I but guess. What, what I'm saying it's is that like, it's it's shut up. It's the,
1: it's the <laughs> same. It's yeah. the ugh. Fuck you, Justin. <laughs> Roller coaster. Fuck <laughs> <you>. Justin. <laughs> Amusement park. Fuck Justin. But no. But what this goes back. This even goes into like when we had the discussion about Slipknot and how the discography is so different. We have all different sure. favorite albums. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, like you, you could think it's like it, there's no bad album. Like you could think it's like Ashes of the Way. Like, I, I disagree. I think it's like sacrament. We just named three incredible records. Yeah, it's like it oh, oh, my god! You're you know? taking
0: one A, one B, one C, one D the it's whole way all down. Personal, preference. every album fits someone differently, and honestly, right. it could fit you differently based on your mindset at that time. But if I you're in a more angry state, you might favor one specifically. If you're want one that's a little more chill, you're in a different. You know, it's the so, same thing with every band that doesn't have albums like Load and Reload. You know, and, and
2: <laughs> with this band specifically, when you think of the how the course of their history could have changed. You know, with the whole Randy Blood situation. Sure. Um, You know, thank God that worked out the way that it did. And, you know, for everything that happened, you know, you got to be in Randy's corner on that. This guy jumped up on the stage. He's fucking putting, trying to get his arms around the guy, you know, like. It wasn't even Randy's, it
1: wasn't even his fault, really. No, it It was was not his fault at all. It was was a a freak thing that happened. I had so much respect for the guy when he stood there in court before they're about to read the verdict. He goes, if they decide that I'm guilty, I will take my punishment and do it like a man. Yeah, for sure. And And I always
0: respect that. How could you not? Rather than someone blame it on everyone else and this happened and that what happen and this person was and involved dude, no i'm going to take my punishment dude, like a man dude, and
1: then he goes on me- he goes on metal injection like 2 months later he's like well it's like you know don't you want to come home and like re- you know like relax a little bit you know you were just in an austrian jail for like 6 months he goes dude i got to pay i got a lot of lawyer bills yeah. so they went right on tour <laughs> I gotta, immediately
0: and a lot of times when people are in situations like that where it's like well let's call it what it is when they it's a cash grab sometimes they make really lazy well, music mm-hmm. really lazy movies Nicholas Cage um, it's <laughs> well it's, it's true like when they're they're World Trade Center oh, yeah and that was a cash grab I mean well Nicholas Cage was in serious financial trouble this happens more commonly with wrestlers actors where they do these kind of things and it does happen with musicians sometimes like we got to get money we're just going to keep putting out music keep putting out music and in that situation you know I got to pay my lawyer bills so you put something together that's half-hearted you're not really into it and sometimes you get a really shitty Effort well, out of it.
1: Well, the thing is, they didn't even release a record. They just went on tour for a year. Yeah, so, yeah. Which, which, again, which is like, awesome. They already had they already had the discography in place. Fall, so could just, fall back into your music and uh, find inspiration. And it sucks because he did talk about. it He goes, listen, as much as I, we're not a hit band, we don't go out and play the hits because that's what people yeah. want to hear. Sure this is one time where it's like I have a job to do I just gotta do my job that was it and then he's like if I want to write a new record and have it be great let me do that later I can't do that right yeah. now and like as, that is such a realistic approach because you get these artists where it's like we're retiring this song because we don't like it anymore the or only like, time like, I get the, once the only while,
0: time man. I get retiring a song is if you're in a situation like where you wrote Tears in Heaven like that was a
2: grief process
0: song <laughs> like you know what I mean there's some we don't we don't
2: play the hits well, that, anymore
0: but people
1: wanna hear so the well,
2: hits you know song. what I'd rather people div- Entire songs and do what fucking Census Fail did.
1: Oh, uh, what did Census d- Fail do again? Where so it's
2: they rewrote some of their. Lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Where he changed the lyrics. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. so mad. We went to the tenth anniversary of Let It Enfold You, and they rewrote Can't Be. S- no, they rewrote the uh, Doctor. Yeah, uh, I, I know I forget what that's. Oh, called. Uh, uh, he changed it's the title lie. of. Um, uh, uh, he changed the lyrics to Buried a Lie, and they did it live. And I remember I went, I looked at him immediately, and I was like, This sucks. No, stop it. Yeah. yeah. You do not change Rumors for Drinking, not Burning. You do not do. Yeah. That. What does he change? To. Hawaiian punches for
0: drinking not burning like <laughs> fuck you dude no you got cha- to change you got it. to change it's got the word punch in it and that could imply domestic violence that dude's such a douche I, as yo, much as i love old sense's fail he yo, is such a cunt i'll dude, never forget
2: let, let it infold I, you and and still searching oh still searching still searching, still
0: searching might be yo. my favorite one honestly yeah. i love let it infold you too but still searching was such a different level of angry dude the the the
1: heaviest ever the heaviest record they ever wrote was i think it was called rancor and it was ridiculous yeah, yeah. in like 2014 and that's when they went on, on warp tour that's when when I tell you, buddy, on on Warp Tour, on stage in front of a lot of people, said the word, buddy said this, buddy said the word, faggot about fifteen times about why you shouldn't say it. Why you you don't say that word? And he still does it. When we saw and them, he, he was doing the same thing. Lot. Like I don't like this
0: preaching shit. Like dude, you can have a message. That's fine. Get it out there once and well, shut
1: the fuck up. Well, Even you too doesn't do that in concert. Well, well, that's the same thing I had. I always had an issue with Christian bands that tried to preach to you on stage. Like I had issue with a band for today. The guy would yeah, really yeah. read a gospel before a fucking song. He would read a verse. Sure. But then you had bands like under Oath where like, listen, man, I'm Christian. I, Jesus helped me get through a lot of shit. I'm telling you what helps me. If, if if you don't want to help, if you don't want that help, that's fine. That's all on you. That's not a big deal. We're here to play music. We're yeah. under Oath. This is writing on the walls. There you go. Then, that's it. That's it. That's all. That's it was. It. That's all it's always be. had respect for. Because of the shit like that Alright
0: So um, I gave the album A 4 point I'll say 4.9 out of 5 Just You know Just the one 3 And three's not even a slate on it
1: I'll do it out of 5 Just for the fact Yeah will sure. do it out of it's, 5 yeah.
0: So 5 out of 5 I'd love this record Josh uh, five. a uh, perfect. No cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So let's get into our picture this week. Uh, Taylor, I got an interesting one for you. Do you? Okay. So, um, currently in the world, we were just kind of talking about it with uh, the masks and how people have conspiracies about them that it's uh, an idea of social control and that they actually make you more sick, yada yada. So we're gonna dive deep into the 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 production company or the studio that we all love that you just bought new merchandise from
1: Spent $70 on a hat and a shirt A24
0: Okay This uh, A24 movie came out in 2018 It's from a director that I'm a big fan of He directed one of my favorite horror movies of the last 10 years It follows This is not a horror movie Thank you Um, This movie's called Under the Silver Lake starring Andrew Garfield Uh, Topher Grace is in it as well. Yeah, and Um, Small small part in it. So the concept of this movie is really interesting because it's about... Andrew Garfield plays this guy that's like uh, hapless, has no direction, living out in California, can't pay his rent, can't pay his car payments. And generally when I see these kind of people, they're almost always the people that fall in love with conspiracy theories, the people that don't have control in their own life, right? Mm. And this dude... Becomes obsessed with the conspiracy um, He meets this neighbor who's actually played by The great Riley Keough from The Lodge uh, The main girl from The Lodge right. um, He meets her, they hang out one night um, And he's like kind of into her, next morning he wakes up And she moved out it's a neighbor who moves out overnight, That's weird. and he becomes—he uh, sees a symbol on and on the wall in her bedroom, and he becomes obsessed with figuring out what this means. It's the
1: number twenty-three. Now,
0: it, well, there's <laughs> there's actually a reference to the number
1: twenty-three. No, in this. Come I swear
0: on. to God, yeah. There's all here's the thing with this movie. This director put so much little stuff into it that only on a rewatch last night with the landlord that I started to pick up on in it. Oh, shit. Um, it's very campy, which makes it fun for me. Okay. Andrew Garfield's great because he falls further and further into it. It's about finding things hidden symbols and things like the media there's a great sequence in this about the hidden messages and some of the most popular songs of all time um but specifically, I think it's relevant now to all these people that are suddenly experts on things like pandemics, viruses, the economy, Bill Gates. I heard Ellen DeGeneres got arrested because she's a child trafficker, it's which like, is fucking hilarious. I play the Beatles record uh, backwards, you it, hear Satan. Well, talking. there's shit like that in this. That's terrible. But it's it, it's so funny because I, I've always said that we've talked about this a hundred times in the show that all the people that dive into conspiracy theories the most don't have jobs, don't have money, live at home. They're almost always to that case, do, dude. Yeah, they got a credit score four hundred, um, but. <laughs> They're, they're always, but they, John. but they have to put on this. Yeah, <laughs> they have to put on this image that they're, you know, they they know what they're doing. That they're smart. They're trying to figure it out. But it's a very interesting concept. It's a little wacky. I wouldn't call it a perfect. I gave it a three and a half out of five on Letterbox. I like the movie. That's fair. Yeah, okay. I like the movie. I think it's enjoyable. I actually liked it more on a rewatch. It didn't get great reviews, but it's become a cult film because people are trying to pick I up like on things films. on it. I like that. So once you finish it, just say I finished the movie. I'm going to send you a link that's just going to be some stuff that you probably missed in it. You'll be like, oh shit, oh. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, what's the name of it called? Under the Silver Lake. Under the Silver. Lake. Um, I, I really enjoyed watching it last night. Andrew Garfield is fucking awesome in it. There's definitely a little bit of a meta moment that's related to maybe his breakthrough role or his biggest role as Spider-Man in this. There's a little bit of a meta moment that's involved, okay? Um, which is kind of like a little wink and a nudge to the audience as well, kind of playing into its uh, own theme. But um, I recommend anyone that likes the idea of conspiracy theories that thinks people that are are conspiracy theorists are fucking wackos. Watch this movie under the silver lake is a fucking blast i will say and i said this to the landlord i will not be surprised if you don't like it because it's wacky but if you can embrace the wackiness of it and there's a couple parts that i fucking laughed out loud at really like it's so absurd at times that it was over the top josh you'd probably enjoy it too because it's so fucking wonky but uh my
1: pick for you this week (laughs) is under the silver lake all right so my pick this week is very out of left field. Okay. I'm very proud of this because I just recently got back into the band because a lot of people forgot they even existed. Okay. Okay, so, I, I I got
0: who it is. Who? Um it's semisonic again. No. Okay, sorry. Which by Hansen. Which
1: that was oh that's two. LFO. Who listens to LFO? Everclear? Yo, Everclear's. Amazing.
0: I like Everclear.
1: <laughs> yeah. Everclear's great. Let's drink it. No <laughs> Okay I, no. I, I, dude, no. I, when, no I watched people funnel Everclear In a fucking oh. parking lot one time They just cut a two liter
2: oh God dude The last time oh. the, the last time I drank Everclear Was at that party in my house And my parents and my siblings Went down the shore And we had oh. me and Dan Threw a fucking rager at my house oh. I remember I he, Fucking I just chugged from this bottle Of Everclear yeah. That a couple of girls had Because I was trying to be Fucking impressive cool, cool. And then I stuck I, my I remember
1: in. he grabbed them. It was like Josh don't chug that Wait, Hold on hold on You and cut then, him off He said he stuck his hand And
2: then in. I stuck my hand In a tub of butter And was like Oh <laughs> Yeah. And I fucking threw up everywhere. The best part is was I, like, try, it, I tried to stop him from chugging the Everclear, but
0: not eating a handful of butter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like it was like Al Pacino and the Devil's Ad Kid. I fucking threw up everywhere. Yeah.
0: Where do you throw up?
2: Everywhere. He's a
1: tight ass! <laughs> Yeah, dude (laughs) He's a sadist
0: Dude, uh, that party, Josh goes to me Because it was before the day When everyone had iPods You could plug in He was like Can you make some mix CDs I made like two good mix CDs And I made another one And it was just Party all the time On repeat It was on the CD 24 times (laughs) That's awesome It plays once He's like Yeah, this is good Next song starts He goes Do you put this on here twice? All right and he's like, "I get what you're doing." So <laughs> I was doing this even before the 30 Day Song Challenge, Mamo number five. The best when I did that, the 30 Day. I was day... mad at you for two days, and then
1: I was like, "All right."
0: Whatever. The best was when it, 30 days was up and it, it was over. I go again, day one, and I played it again. I was so, so many I was people like, messaged me, "Fuck you!" I was like, "Come on,
1: man, stop!" All right, so oh yeah, sorry. What's the band? <laughs> so back in the year of 2003, there was a little band. Called The Darkness Yes Yes. And they came out with their famous Hit I believe in a thing called Yes off yes. the album "Permission to Land," <laughs> your album this week is "Permission to Land" Fuck by the yeah, Darkness. Dude, <laughs> dude this I am, album I'm is
2: listening incredible. to. I'm listening to this. Hell album. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the whole album, Josh? I've listened to. I believe in a thing called love and get your hands off my yes. woman. <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah. this is what's funny. Literally this
0: weekend, I was driving with the landlord playing shuffle, and the, uh, I believe in a thing called love came on, and she goes, "How can
1: anyone dislike this song?" I'm like, "It's fucking great." So I was in a deep scroll one night. I'm just watching live videos, and then it pops That's up every night. Re- you in a deep scroll I'm, on my recommendation it's like I bl- uh, The Darkness Live in 2000 And like 17 And I'm like There's still a band In 2017 yeah. And I'm like No shit And I watched it And they played it live And it was fucking amazing And I listened to the whole record Dude this album Is so good Dude man. I'm so it excited so to, listen to listen
0: to it Because that's the thing With like that song It's it's hokey But it's their gimmick And that guy dude, can fucking sing Dude the music video Is
2: so stupid
1: Oh, When they're, when they're dude, fighting The space demon It's basically The end of Watchmen He's <laughs> 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 <It's, laughs> got
2: a fucking, the fucking the, the fucking blaster Come out of the guitar Yeah coming out of
1: the guitar. Dude, I love that shit. Um, but I do want to highlight, besides that song, I want to highlight the song "Given Up. Given Up is a phenom. Let me finish. It's a phenomenal song and this band was so criminally underrated. And Musically, they were fucking great. This is one of those bands that was just... Um, you know, uh, a victim of their own success because that song was giant. Well, everyone for just kind of, you know what? That song was huge,
0: and it's like a typical sound of a one-hit wonder kind of thing. Yeah. Like Stacy's mom, even though Fountains of Wayne had been around Yo, forever, Fountains they, of Wayne was a great. Oh, band. they were a great band, dude. The song
1: that thing you do is great. It's amazing. And,
0: but um, it you become victims of almost like a gimmick kind of because
1: people just looked at them as a gimmick, almost like Andrew WK, who has a lot of good music. Well, it's the same thing because like they tried to bring back that eighties feel. I mean, they like, they really did a great job yeah, emulating that for sure. sound, but. Was can like, everyone was like That shit's hokey That's lame But then like you know what fucking fifteen years later? Oh, Greta Von Fleet sounds great, just like fucking Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Shut and up. I don't, I don't dislike Greta Fleet. they I make some good shit, but like, stop playing Highway Song. Enough, yeah, for sure. Enough oh is enough. God, Please. yeah. I'm
0: tired. Play of it. Wagon Wheel again, jerk <laughs> off. I do
1: like Wagon <laughs> Wheel. At least I
0: like the Willie Nelson version more. I the like original. Darius Rucker. A lot. His version's good too. Well, just because I just wanted, to, I just wanted to play Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, the oh. And Dolphins cry. <laughs> let, her let her cry. cry. Oh, no, no, I never understood why the Dolphins made me cry. All I have to do. Is that a Manfro song? That, that is a Manfro. Man-Fro. No, what no, is hey. it? What isn't a Manfro song no, no, to be hate fair? It. Next time we have him on, I, don't I'm gonna, know why. I need to have him on again soon because I when I was hanging out with him a couple weeks ago and I dropped down a beat and he freestyled for fucking four minutes. <laughs> I want him to do that on here, be, but you maybe gotta get him drunk. Well, maybe we need to find like a Saturday date to do a show so I could just get him loaded, okay? And then someone drives him home. Yeah, we we need to do a drunk show. Yeah, we need to do a drunk we show. So a,
2: we still haven't done
0: episode one hundred. I know. Well, now that the fucking that house doesn't exist anymore yeah, that's um true. we're gonna have to, maybe we'll just rent the manor house greg vent greg, uh, greg vent, no at the manor house we'll do rent out the manor house because we have even more people there that although maybe they're not renting it out right now because of uh covid19 yeah. um, i would be surprised let's move into some other fun stuff guys uh big news heading into uh the end of the year uh kanye 2020 hell yeah <laughs> kanye 20- i Did here you hear some of his platforms that came out today nope but I'm ready. The only celebrity I want is The Rock. That's okay. I, I don't disagree. So Kanye is going to run on the independent bill, but he's going to create a new party called the Birthday Party. That's that's, awesome. that's what he's calling it. Um, he is. Uh, he said he had coronavirus back in uh Mar- March, I think he said. Uh, that uh he also is taking a hardline anti-vax stance in his uh campaign. Okay. <laughs> Word. So all right a lot of, he get a lot of. Get a lot of crazy he hasn't filed board. any paperwork of for um, for any of this. Of course not. I don't think he's doing. It. I think he's gonna have a new album come out in like a month. Uh, I think he's work, been working on an album. He's been producing with Dr. Dre, which I'm down for. Absolutely. I the best producers his, of their time. His man. new single that came out sounds fucking great. It was nice. The, it was his best single in quite a while. The production on it was fucking killer. Um, and he is one of the best producers of all time. Say what you will about him. As far as running for president, I don't think he's actually going to do it. i now yeah. people. Tons of people are going to write him in. No doubt. Out. He said he's not a MAGA guy anymore, which no shit. He was never a MAGA guy.
1: People wrote in fucking Harambe the last election and he dude, he got like Ten percent.
0: I know. That's what's so funny. Uh, who's, who are people going to write in this year? That's the question. Besides Kanye, they should the, write in Charlie Daniels, Alex Jones. <laughs> no. Write in Alex Jones. No, don't write it. People Alex. will write in Alex Jones I know. for sure. So um, I, it's so funny. People. There's so many. The, seeing the Kanye thing. So many people think he's legit, and other people are like this man's dangerous. And Kim Kardashian can't be the first lady. Okay, first off, why not? She's a say what you will about brilliant businesswoman. she fucking her mom sold her sex tape to make her become a fucking billionaire she's done good things with criminal justice reform uh, that's why I say no matter what you think of the president or no matter who it is you should never not sit down with him if you have a chance to change anyone's life in a situation that is beyond their control See, that,
1: that pissed me off because when he did sit when Kanye sat down with the president they were talking about you know getting getting like educational reform in the inner cities yeah you know, like really helping out the black community and people like you know, why would he sit down with him and it's like, and it's like but he's the president. Yeah, he has the. He's he has still the, the president, or, no matter has, what you think of him. He has all the authoritative power. If you want to talk to somebody about it, that's for the sure. guy you that's, want to talk to. That's
0: a dude you talk to, 100. percent So the Kanye news is very interesting. The whole article is a very interesting read. If you get it, it's a, from Variety. If you get a chance to read it, it's very, very funny. If Kanye but, runs for president, who's his running mate? He already said it's a preacher from <laughs> Illinois. What? Do it again?
1: Smokey <laughs> uh, uh,
0: Speaking of the sad things that we like uh, sound clips of, is uh, I was very upset that Salino and Barnes are no longer attorneys, yeah. Um, because we look at Salino and Barnes, injury attorneys,
1: 800-888-8888. <laughs> one, of, one of Justin's favorite commercials, and with that I say, fuck Justin. Or my personal favorite, like, I'm looking for a cash settlement, and, and I need cash, cash now. now. Call, Call J.G. Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW. Pay uh, us.
0: I have an annuity, but I need cash now. Why is
1: there fucking why is...
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm going to put this cigarette out on your fucking nipples.
1: K A R S cars for kids. kids. Alright,
0: we did this last week, cocksucker. Go
1: back to Jersey, cocksucker. That's fucking, I love that every time. <laughs> oh, you fucking dick. Um, well, see actually before you go to the next one, I was gonna ask, so what did you guys watch this week?
0: Okay. Uh, I made the landlord watch ID four for the first time ever. <laughs> ever? She dude, there's so many movies what? she hasn't seen you gotta think, in the last year she never saw Back to the Future.
2: It's Independence Day. Okay, (laughs) let's
0: be fair. Let's be be fair here. It's not really. She's smarter than us. We'll all Uh, agree that. It's not really in her demographic. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, So we watch ID Four. We watch Under the Silver Lake. We watch Bringing Out the Dead. um, We watch Lars and the Real Girl, which I'm not a big fan of. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. that Ryan Gosling is fucking great in it, but the movie itself doesn't really do much. Speaking of the landlord, hi landlord. We were just talking about your first uh, Independence Day experience. (laughs)
1: Hi, Lacey. Good.
0: <laughs> Good. Uh, how was your uh, walk swim landlord? Hard. Hard? <laughs> oh, it was difficult? How, how was she when you took her out? Crazy. It was funny before. I um, uh, Taylor and I were sitting inside with the puppy, and um, she was trying to jump over the gate. I thought she was trying to fuck with Luke, and then I see her like two minutes later going towards the guest room with a whispering butthole. I'm like, oh no, she's gonna piss! Shit! And Taylor starts laughing, and then I look, and she had pissed on the floor. So I was ignoring her signs, obviously. I thought she was trying to get Luke, Ooh, and I got her. Trouble. I got her inside, outside in time to take a dump. Yes, she did (laughs) She was talking to you, Taylor (laughs) I did, thanks for asking So what else did we watch? Um, So ID4, Bringing Out the Dead um, Lars and the Real Girl There was something else We uh, I I finished watching Sopranos um, For the fucking 13th time or whatever Um, Josh, don't forget to get a uh, Oh, you're dead? Cool Um, What's that noise? I don't know. I was doing a clicker thing again or, oh, or deep throating. <laughs> um I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. I started watching um 2012 Inside when you got that was here. Amazing. Uh I I was watching the Matrix last night. Um, fell asleep So I'm gonna finish I, I also put the Animatrix On my Plex If you guys wanna watch it At some okay. point uh, I know you guys haven't seen The Animatrix is awesome um, I'm trying to think Cause now that I'm done With Sopranos I'm trying to think what I'm gonna, I might watch The Wire again Cause it's been a bit Since I've watched it So okay. that might be next
1: so I watched uh, I finished season one Of Deadwood Awesome Fucking loved it uh, I finished uh, I watched John Adams again Fucking awesome I love that shit John Adams is great And the big one That I saw I watched Hamilton twice Okay I yes. fucking I am surprised at how much I really enjoyed it the first time. I'm not I watched surprised. It, you
2: like that shit.
1: The first time I watched it, I, I even told you I didn't get. You like the Greatest Showman soundtrack? Of course you will like it. The great. It's a fucking great. It's I'm, a great I'm not soundtrack. saying it's not. You like you like that kind of um, c- uh, construction and composition. I think it's fucking great. I, I dig it. And it was. It, it's just funny. Like one of their first cabinet meetings, there was a rap battle between fucking Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton. Well,
0: you see, that's in the the crosshairs of cancel culture now. Yeah, um, so and Lin Manuel Miranda was even like, "Yeah, maybe I didn't." do this all very well. He's like, I, listen, it's, here's the thing, like, are you going to cancel one of the top grossing Broadway plays of all time? Like, What a come fucking on.
1: Pulitzer Prize. Yeah,
0: like, dude, like, let's be real here. Like, I don't like it. I watched so, um, the landlord really wanted to watch it. I had no I was not going to watch it at any <laughs> Your point. Tweet,
1: so I mean I'm gonna to, I'm going to have to watch Hamilton today, huh?
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I was so grateful cuz I was du- I was fucking done with it. Like we watched the, uh, we got through 11 minutes and then um dog had to go outside and I swore it been a half hour. I'm like motherfucker. And I see it's 2 hours and 45 minutes. It is long and it's um, very long. And then after 28 minutes which I thought was like an hour and a half, she's like, "Yeah, I don't really like this." I was like, "Yes. <laughs> I don't have to it's just the the Broadway thing. I it's when you're trying to convey a story via song and dance it almost always is gonna lose me it just it, he's, pl- he's has like a bu- he's reading a book and he's like dribbling it like a basketball like between his legs I'm like get the fuck out of there here was some shove stuff it was, up your ass there was
1: some stuff that was very silly but there was a lot of stuff that was it's very well Samuel, made. genuinely funny like the
0: big thing is King George the, the King George was great and it was hol- it was Holden from uh, um, from Hunters, who looks like Dennis from It's Always Sunny that's who I thought it was yeah, I'm like is Dennis in fucking and he, fu- and he was he, the way he sings was very Elton John like which yes. I thought was funny because even dressed kind of like how Elton John would dress in his shows. Um, I get it. I get why it's so popular. It's incredibly well written. It's incredibly well made. There's no doubting the production value of it. I thought the worst part of all the performers was Lin Manuel Miranda. Like his stage presence and his voices was not there for me.
1: His voice is weird. That I I, I agree with you. Like it just didn't have the unfot behind it. Yeah. They're like you, you need power and you need to like command the sure. stage. It just seemed like he was kind of just there every once in a yeah. while. But he was. It was very. It was a lot of. Of fun. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it the second time because I the music behind it was the music. I, I can't
0: deny it's it's incredibly well written. He's, he's a very creative individual. I loved him, Josh, when he was on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm that season with the the what what is it called that uh, that he has to, that he gets dropped on him, Larry David, a far, a far oh, uh, fatwa fatwa yeah the fatwa. And they write a whole play about it. That was great, and he played a dick so well, on that, like a passive aggressive dick. Uh, the other things we watched, the landlord. She was like, um, would I like Black Panther? I'm like Black Panther's a good movie like it's we'll good. try to she hasn't seen many of the Marvel movies she's only seen um, Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk that's it so watch like, that she's like, like I like Ed it Ed Norton Incredible Hulk yeah yeah which I I, I enjoy it's fine it's whatever it's, it's not, not, that it's not great movie no not just the just Eric Bana piece of shit um, it, but then she, I. she's like I'm like I told her for a while I'm like I think because she likes all like the, the mythology stuff I'm like you might like Thor and watch the original Thor I like the original Thor a lot it's fine I think it's, it's fucking I think it's, it's, I think it's fun and Loki's great it's,
1: so, a, it's a good movie to introduce Loki and it's a good origin you know, yeah, Thor, it's,
0: there's some really cool themes on it with him on Earth and chat. You know, quite, it's a good origin story movie. And then we watch Captain America, so we got through three Marvel movies. The original Captain America, which was great, and now she's kind of like, all right, I'll watch the Marvel movies. Watch, I'm like,
1: she's gonna love Winter Soldier.
0: I told her that's the best one. So I think in the timeline now, we I told her we can skip Iron Man two and three. I don't, you don't need them. Yeah, they're not, right. they're not really relevant to the overall story. I, obviously, there's the PTSD mm. fallout from mm. Avengers and no, Iron Man I, I would, three.
1: I would say Iron Man two is more
0: relevant. Well, it's only relevant because you get introduced. To um, Blackwood. That's really the only true reason. It's ultimately relevant. Like and War Machine. Yeah. yeah, I, I War Machine too. No, cause, uh, I guess yeah, but, but I just it's, don't like. W- different guy. You I, don't like the guy. I, 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 no, I love Don Cheadle. I like Don Cheadle more no, than that piece it, of shit Terrence Howard. Oh, that's who I was thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah, Terrence Howard's a movie. scumbag. So I Don
2: actually Cheadle's. think if you if if you really look at it, of which one is relevant, uh, three is more relevant because it deals with Tony's PTSD. The fallout and kinda... from it. But
0: what's the payoff ultimately after that? Like it doesn't. Like there's Paris nothing that great. There's no, he was really good in it. I just hate that he's not in the Iron Man suit. And then that twat vagina smelling bitch. Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> is the hero, um, but I, my, my, the only reason I'm thinking like the ones that I don't love as much that I, I don't think she would like that you could skip over is like there's no real payoff from Iron Man three to the next movie. It's more just fallout. Like I can explain to her, he had PTSD from what happened to him in Avengers, and that's it. Sure, but like that makes sense. But like the Avengers movies are great. Uh, Age of Ultron's the only one that I get. I think is fine. It had some really cool moments in it, but overall, it's a mulligan. I mean, you get Scarlet Witch. I
1: yeah, it there's pissed some, me off what they did to Quicksilver. There, it, there's great. some cool
0: shit in it, but um. So those are the other
2: things. Josh, what did you watch this last week besides ID Four? I didn't really watch anything. Uh, you know, I watched Independence Day. I listened to a lot of music this week. Okay, so the Lamb of God thing. Uh, I told Taylor this morning. I listened to the latest Post Malone. It's fucking. Great. Great. that's so good. completing um, Hollywood, is it's amazing. just it, it was a really busy week for me last week, so I didn't really. Yeah, how did a, the
0: open reopening of people coming to shoot go? It was fine. It was people just... like getting crazy to come in?
2: No, not really. You know, it was busy, uh, but we um, surprisingly, because never nothing ever works out the right way. We we <laughs> moved to uh, uh, DefCon Five. Yeah, no, no. We, <laughs> We moved to doing reservations only. We okay. moved to you know doing reservations through our website, and that was like a little bit of a headache getting up and running, but we got it up and running. Now everything's just kind of smooth, so we're not dealing with crowds. So it hasn't live. been too,
0: as stressful as you like thought that. it was going to be?
1: No, it was stressful. But not but as, as stressful as you thought it was going to be, or about what you are expecting? About what I was expecting. Okay, so. Right, so it's not too bad then. All right, so I have one more thing specifically for Josh. Okay. So I I, I got rid of my Facebook a couple weeks ago, but there's this kid I went to high school with, yeah. and I, I got a screenshot. Right, he's a Falcons fan, okay. and he adamantly just shits on the Cowboys. Okay, so, so Justin it's- naturally hates him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh. So, but it's like it's not even like well-founded hate. It's just like, oh, the Cowboys suck. Fuck them. It's easy to hate the Cowboys. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, told Justin, right? I told Justin, just start commenting these things. Right? I go just comment twenty-eight to
2: three.
1: <laughs> I go say Julio Jones is not a red-zone threat. Oh. Just, no, listen. I'm just saying stuff to well. piss him off. I go comment. This is going to piss you off. Comment that Matt Ryan is the most overrated quarterback in the league. Right? Oh,
0: Bonamy Jones was going hard at the Falcons and Matt Ryan this, that uh, was, this week. That was silly. The basis of it. He's not a Hall
1: of Famer, say, which, say, Shut the fuck up! Say, wait, say, say as a franchise, they have a losing record in the playoffs. They're 0-2 in Super Bowls, and Atlanta FC sells out more than the Atlanta Falcons. That's actually today. true. I so And I... So yeah, I just wanted to let you know that I just I had a good time ribbing and another Falcon. Well, fan, this is the thing, and I was like, I have to tell Josh. Well, I, I I guarantee you, while you were doing it, you were thinking,
0: oh, this will piss Josh off.
1: Well, oh, the, this will well, piss well, Josh off. So, so the first thing I thought of was like, i like literally to myself, I'm like John, I was a better fucking quarterback than that
2: <laughs> guy. So th- this is what I this this is what I fucking say to people. Fuck Bamani Jones, asshole. <laughs> there are two quarterbacks in NFL history that have eclipsed there... 50,000 yards and 300 touchdowns within their first 12 seasons. One of those guys is Matt Ryan. Yes. The other guy is Peyton Manning. Right. Fuck you. So – I will say,
0: I definitely think Matt Ryan will end up being a hall of famer. Um, But the argument that he made, and it does have relevance because it is going to be really interesting in the next few years when you get to your, um, your people like Eli Manning, like Matt Ryan, people like that um, is that there at the time, there's been five guys in the last 30 years that when they retired, they were top 10 in passing touchdowns and passing yards that are not hall of famers, including Boomer Esiason, Vinny Testaverde. Matt Ryan is better than both of them. Boomer is a, probably the closest comparison because boomer was a league mvp at one point made it to a super bowl um but i, I it is going to be interesting how they skew these things with the way passing is now because while the numbers might look better you can't legitimately say that some of these guys that have these gaudy passing stats like matthew stafford is going to finish top 10 in all these categories too <laughs> matthew stafford's not a hall of famer so very good quarterback he has eight wins in his career against teams with above 500 records so
1: as i was doing all that, <laughs> think about that all that shit i was looking at all these different stats and i'm like you you know what? For my own thing, I'm going to see what the stats stack up. John Elway and Matt Ryan. So I'm going to, fucking stick with the Josh during the podcast every single step. Yeah, Matt Ryan's got him beat. Matt it's Ryan's just,
2: got him <laughs> beat <It's> just, <laughs> every <laughs> single step.
1: And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's... I'm like, God well, damn it, man. The, other,
0: uh, the ag- other argument that he made is that at no point, and this is probably true, in his career, has he been considered the best quarterback in his division? That's probably true.
2: Yeah, kind of hard to fucking do, dude. Drew Brees, well, well
0: also, there was that uh, year where Cam Newton was the best quarterback in you the know, division. Drew Brees There's has never been, been there. a time
2: there was a Bucs quarterback better, than Drew Brees has <laughs> been there since he he was drafted before, so, even yeah, before, yeah. You know, so, so that's a tough comparison. That's a tough thing but to that's say. Like, yeah, that's like saying, you know what? At the MVP, same time, the but you're the year timer. that he won the MVP. He, he was one of the he best. He was five thousand yards. He was yeah. number two in fucking passing yards that year. He was number one in passing touchdowns. Yeah, that I, year. I don't agree with that statement, but it,
0: I do think it's going to be interesting because we've had the argument about Eli Manning. I do think that obviously Eli Manning, without the two Super Bowl MVPs, is not a Hall of Famer, but that puts him over the top. Yeah. I agree. If Matt yeah. Ryan, it, it will be interesting if Matt Ryan does or does not get in because right now, while he has the numbers, it's going to be skewed because, say he retired this year, right? For argument's sake, Matthew Mm -hmm. Stafford pays for three,
2: four more years. He's going to pass Matt Ryan in all those categories. Sure. But let's look at it this way. So, he's probably maybe... Four five years away from doing this, I'd say five years if he keeps up his current production. He passes Marino and all of Marino's stats. Yeah, sure. What do you say? Because him and Marino have well, very there, similar. But, but that,
0: that's the stats argument. When you could think Marino got through for five thousand passing yards in nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I and he threw for forty eight touchdowns in nineteen eighty four. It took Peyton Manning until two thousand and four to pass those numbers to get near those numbers, and it, it, no one passed uh, his a passing yard record until two thousand and nine. I think. Yeah. So it's a different kind of thing. That's what I mean with the argument that like the stats can't be the entire story I don't think with Matt Ryan but with a guy like Matthew Stafford oh sure and even when you look at um like what's his name um uh, Kirk Cousins will end up probably being high up there sure. because he'll have a ton of numbers that are going to the way his career is going. Is he a winner? Or no? I think Matt Ryan's a winner. He hasn't won at all, well, but he's proven that if you put the right supporting cast around him, he's good enough to get your team you to know, a position so to be you, up twenty-eight-three so in so the wait, fucking so Super wait, Bowl. Wait, if you, Shanahan so are sucker. So if if that, you look that, at, that's
1: my whole argument against Matt Ryan. That's the only argument I really have. He doesn't. To me, he doesn't make players better. But you know what I mean, that's just that's. But just Matt Ryan
2: idea. has won games. No, sure. If you. I put them in certain situations in certain games. He gets them in position for a field goal. He gets them a last-second touchdown. Right. You know, it's not Brett Favre type magic. No, but He sure. does it and he does it frequently. He's right. got more 4th running backs. Yeah, I would, but, but, yeah, than I would a rather. Lot of
0: guys. In my in career-wise, I would rather have Matt Ryan than Brett Favre because but, Matt Ryan doesn't throw the backbreaker like Brett Favre. Did. But what I'm also saying is, like, did Matt Ryan make Roddy White better or Julio Jones better? Uh, he no. made Roddy White more consistent. Mm-hmm. I would say, which is but I'm obviously he didn't a problem.
2: That
1: much better. Uh, no. Before you know, Matt, Matt
2: Ryan, before Matt Ryan, Roddy White had won just barely over one thousand. Yeah. Yards. He was like one thousand thirty-two right. Once Matt yards. Ryan came on, it was thousand yards, thousand yards, 1, and it was 1, always hundred like receptions, fourteen hundred yards. Well, I, yeah, you know? I, I
1: guess, I, I guess. Well, you just proved. I just you just proved your point. You proved me wrong. I mean, like, and Julio, Michael Turner was a good running back. Now that I think about it. Well, yeah, but he he didn't become Michael. He was a guy that was like it was still a risk because he was the backup to LT in uh, in San Diego. But Matt Ryan and, was a quarterback, and then sure. you know, he was good enough arm. So you know, and then he was a good enough back because it made sense. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's definitely been examples. of guy. Hey, look, dude, Sanu played better with Matt
0: Ryan than he did with. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's an example of a guy. I mean, there, there's definitely been other guys through the years. He's had some good tight ends. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez had his some of his best years with Matt Ryan. Not yeah. that he made Tony Gonzalez better. But, it's just about chemistry. You know, Matt, yeah.
2: Ryan, Matt Ryan is a great teammate. Absolutely. Nobody will ever great take that leader. away from him. And he plays well with good players. Yeah. You know, because they get on the same page. It'd be weird if he played bad with bad players and they still sucked. Yeah. That's Matthew
0: Stafford. Yeah. You know,
2: that, that's the thing. You know, if you look at a guy like Stafford, Stafford regu- regularly outperforms Ryan in things like yards and sometimes touchdowns. He's arms. got a bigger arm, but of course. But he's got... He, he always has way more interceptions than him. Sure, he does not have anywhere near the amount of fourth quarter comebacks that he has. Well, you also
1: have to remember too. Uh, there's a good part of fucking Stafford where, he career, had, where best, had Calvin. He Johnson. had one of the five best receivers of all time, you talent I mean? wise. Yeah, then, but then even funnier, after that, he retires and he's, uh, Stafford Stafford's statistically is one of the better seasons of his entire. Well, well,
0: that's what's weird when guys lose like top guys like Calvin Johnson. There's a thing with young quarterbacks or gunslingers where they almost rely too much on the ability of their playmaking wide receiver. So now they realize, well, I can't just put it up for a guy to go because I don't have that guy and Stafford has become a better quarterback but they haven't made the playoffs since Calvin Johnson retired he's had better statistical years but there, it's, a, it's a, a push and a pull a give and you a know, take kind of know, thing you know it's
1: hard to believe that Calvin Johnson was on that 0-16 team that's hard. To, it's hard to stop it, dude. Yeah. On
0: that I was so happy when they went 0-16 because it was the year after the Dolphins went 1-15 and, and the Dolphins almost became the first team to do it. I was thrilled. In fact, <laughs> another team's done it since then. Um, let's see what else I got. Uh, an interesting rumor in the world of uh, movies. Um, there is a rumor going around that it's either going to be a sequel or a reboot of a, a movie that we all like starring the great Keanu Reeves. Okay, what do you think? Want to uh, name a couple of, like underrated Keanu Reeves movies Dylan's over his head. career? Um, that's not underrated because that's considered like a, a classic. classic. Yeah, like a classic. What's an underrated Keanu? Action
2: Johnny so I, Mnemonic was
0: one of That, that was a good mind. movie but it's not that it's more um, it's, it's post breaks? 2000 post 2000 point um, break um shit uh Constantine maybe Constantine yeah. baby there's a rumor right now that JJ Abrams is about to sign on Keanu Reeves to make a Constantine either remake or re, or sequel going straight to HBO Max I
1: oh, would be cool. I would be cool with I'm, the
0: continuation cuz Constantine was a good enough Constantine movie. is great it's it's campy it's fun it's a really good comic book movie when you look at it it is a comic book movie yep. um, one of the best uh, visions of hell in the history of cinema His when he goes to hell it's great yeah. the, even though Satan's only in it for two minutes great performance from Satan yeah. Shia LaBeouf gets fucked up in it yeah. he gets slammed to the ceiling dude, the fucking crucifix shotgun is oh, so dude cool. it's awesome I, I'm, I've been wanting a Constantine sequel since when it came out I loved it I couldn't believe it didn't do better but it has become a cult film um, and I think that uh, Keanu was Perfect for the role. They, there was a Constantine series that just did like two or three seasons that was supposed to be pretty good, closer to representation of the comic book from what I understand. But I love that movie so much that I am so down, especially if J.J. Abrams is producing or writing it. Keanu was born to play that kind of role. Absolutely. it's the same kind of thing. But uh, I just had the landlord just saw Constantine for the first time a couple months ago, and she was like, "This is fun." I'm like, "Yeah, like no one's really seen it. Like dudes have seen it, but it's a good movie. I, I, I love that movie. So if they so do that, if, I'm re- if Keanu Reeves played. Bobby Keanu breeze <sighs> Shut up. That's a good one. Um, there's some rumors going around in the world of, um, you know, since we we're getting the Snyder cut, there's been always stories about, oh, this cut, this cut. They got the, the Casino Royale one. So Joel Schumacher just died. We talked about last week, right? Okay. Um, did Batman Forever. Apparently, there is a 170-minute cut of Batman Forever. Okay, which we, when we talked about this I said there's some stuff in Batman Forever that I think is really cool, the dream sequences about the, the psychology of how he dealt with the loss of his parents and apparently the movie has even more of that because Batman Forever was tapping into some interesting stuff and it could have been really good if it went into that more I would actually be kind of down for that because it's a movie that was flawed but if you get into the stuff that I th- that personally I thought was the most interesting and to me the psychology of Bruce Wayne is always one of the most interesting things, that could end up being pretty cool. I'll be down for it It'll Probably still be bad, but I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch the fucking Snyder cut of Justice League just to see if there is a dramatic difference. Seventy minutes, though. I, I'm down da- dude, I, listen, so it's it's I ba- uh, listen, I want more Batman it. I want more I'll Batman all the time. I watch the Batman animated movie, speaking of which they put Mask of the Phantasm on Netflix if you have not seen it. Nah. The best good. Batman, you gotta, you gotta it's watch the best it. Batman, Batman yeah. animated movie ever. It's fucking incredible.
2: Probably watch it I'd watch a Schwarzenegger cut of Batman Oh, and Robin. dude, I just want a Schwarzenegger
0: uh <laughs> Mr. Freeze movie where he's just doing puns the whole fucking movie. make it now.
2: But dude, the, the dinosaurs
0: Jesse Ventura's the prison guard lets him out again. I'm down for that. And um, the other world The director's cut Is Sylvester Stallone Has said that he is Working on the finishing touches Of the director's cut Of Rocky Four. Alright
1: Yes, yes. All right. yeah. I'm in I'm How in. long is that movie Going to be I don't care Five hours I want
0: him meeting With um, the, the premier of Russia About ending the war Like he finishes the fight And he goes And they sign a treaty Fucking Reagan comes over <laughs> uh, I, want, I want the whole fucking thing Because I, I, I don't Like I want a longer Training sequence With that fucking song Going on I want him climbing up A second fucking Mountain. <laughs> I want Drago taking more steroids. I want to see Bridget Nielsen's gigantic clit in the fucking movie. <laughs> Jesus Dude. The finger of God. <laughs> that thing was the finger <laughs> of God. Oh my God! Wait, she she had a sex tape with Vern Troyer. Oh, Did she? Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you wouldn't? No. I want to watch sex tapes of anyone. I'm okay. <laughs> I'll fuck everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else I have here. Uh, canceled this week. <sighs> okay, so Hamilton we talked about. They're trying. You're not going to get anything from Hamilton. Uh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. So I saw this thing come out that she released a statement that she wasn't even saying she was signed on to this role. She said she's considering... The role of playing a transgender man And her. I read the statement and I read it And I'm like oh this dummy why did she say this she said, I want to experience that world That statement there is what crucified her instantly Which said I want to experience that world And sure enough they all came After her blah 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 And I mean that's the thing now you can't even play a Transgender person in a movie if you were not Transgender which well, is at least, she, at least she was being truthful like she, she, well, does, she doesn't know I thought, that, I thought saying that they want to Experience the world I thought that That was where I saw that that was going to be the issue because we were like, this isn't the, you know like experience our world like you don't know what it's like to be born feeling like you're in a different body. So I, I can see, see how people I, I, that's why get that, it. that's I get where it. I saw like if it just she wasn't even signed on in this movie and then she just bah, 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 Halle Berry go after her, go after or whatever and she announces that after consideration she's not going to do it and I, I just the premise of this to me is crazy because the whole point of acting is playing something that you're not you know the best actors like Jared Leto in say what you will about him Dallas Buyers Club was incredible was inc- very good incredible and in hindsight he. Probably probably. probably wouldn't be allowed to be in that movie now because they want transgender person Playing a transgender person Like that's one reason Josh and I give Euphoria so much props Because one of the Main characters Is a transgender girl That has actually Transitioned And right. it's And uh, I remember Like thinking like Oh uh, she she got like Boyish features I'm like oh She's actually someone That's transitioned That's ambitious That's kind of cool And it actually But it makes sense For the story Because it's someone That has gone through It already In this situation I'm like it's like Fuck If Halle Berry Didn't say anything I don't think It's that big of a deal Making that statement Is what I fucking killed her uh, um, yeah, I mean,
1: like, she didn't have to tell anybody.
0: No, she didn't have to say. The, it was just that statement. I want to experience that world. But, but bitch, you ain't a method actor. But like, but that's, you were—you played Catwoman, you
1: cunt. But, that, but shut up. But that's like that goes into like just oversharing. Like, listen, it's your job to be an actor. Right? Yes, correct. And I, I understand. And, where, <laughs> and I, understand, I understand where the outrage comes from. I understand it wasn't worded correctly. No, that, that'll give you a thousand percent. But like, it's your job. It's your livelihood to act, right? Correct. But, like, you shouldn't be. Like, like, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to. Like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this. Shut up! Why did you have to release a statement? Like, that to
0: me is like looking for clout. Like I'm an ally, and that's, you just you that's completely it looks, counteracted that.
1: Well, again, throughout, throughout the COVID crisis, throughout all the protests, throughout all the shit that's been going on the last couple months. Yeah. Like it's you know with the with the Imagine song, it's celebrities trying to put themselves in the forefront of everything, and it's like we not we're not looking to you right now for help. Correct. Not, we don't need your fucking up. Exactly what Chappelle shit. Correct Chappelle said Chappelle said Sorry Chappelle Chappelle said I don't want to dance Yeah (laughs) Yeah. These streets will speak for themselves They don't need me Correct um, the other thing is
0: canceled. We were just talking about last week. Uh, the Redskins' name is going to change. Yep. Um, it was a matter of time. Yeah, when we said that last week, and it, it, it was apparently, because Daniel Snyder's a majority owner, but he has three minority owners that own 40% of the team, and they were like, we're dropping out. And then um, the, the, Nike stopped selling their shit, which is the biggest fucking deal. Yep. And that's what I said last week. Motherfucker, you change a name, and you're just going to make so much money off merch. And apparently, Adam Schefter tweeted before, the new name will have nothing to do with Native American heritage. Um, and it sounds like it's going to be Washington Warriors, which is a good name. Um, I, that's that's a fine name. That no. that's a fine. I, I, I. It sounds like a CFL team. I mean, I guess. I mean, we got the Golden State Warriors. I mean, it's. I, I,
1: it, but they've won championships. I, the
0: Redskins have too, but not in a long time. Yeah, sorry. Me. Excuse me. Excuse me. The Washington Football Team. I'm
1: sorry. But like, I, like, I, like, like. Renegades was bad. That one stunk. I thought Red Tails was cool cuz it's about the Tuskegee Airmen. I like I like, I like
0: the Pigskins. I thought that was a good name to do it. Just what, what uh, just the skins. <laughs> <laughs> just the skin. just call. skins. Just yeah. I like when that that, skins. that that onion article <laughs> was so funny. Uh, the Washington Redskins given given to name change outcry. Change name to DC Redskins. <laughs> as, as soon as
1: uh, in my other group chat, my buddy uh, I said you know, they're going to look they're going to change your name. My buddy sent the <laughs> the clip of Cartman from the South Park episode Washington Redskins, go fuck yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the other one uh, that looks like the Cleveland Indians are talking about changing their name, which I thought was a matter of time as well. um, Because if you've gone to public school in the last 10 years, it's changed from we grew up with it being Indians to Native Americans to now what is known as American Indians. And I didn't know the difference until I looked this up, Why the difference between Native American and American Indian. The name Native American apparently doesn't represent natives of Hawaii and Alaska, which actually does make sense. So American Indians is supposed to represent because they're obviously American, they're Indian, they're Indian, whatever you want to call them, natives. Yeah. So it makes more sense in that regard. Um, and uh, I sent you the thing. I want the Indians to be their old minor league team from, the, or their old baseball team from 1877, the Cleveland Spiders. I love the logo where the body of the spider is a fucking baseball. The I love that is, shit. The logo was cool, dude. Tom Holland is a starting pitcher every game. That's what That's I want. <laughs> yeah. Or Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Garfield. You get the guy that did the voice of Spider Man on the animated. series series of the 90s. Which I did watch. That, the, again. that
1: was funny. a great anime. Not as good as X-Men, but it was dude, great. So Sunday, this past Sunday, I just did nothing. It was a Spider-Man day. I finished the Spider-Man game. I finished all the DLC. I watched both Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Far Home. Far From Home was great. Far From Home is amazing. Dude,
0: dude, both of those were great. Great villains. Michael Keaton was great. Dude, Jake and Jillian Jake Hall was, was, was awesome. But um, I don't know. The Indian could just, you could change it to The Tribe, I guess? The Tribe is cool. The Cleveland Tribe? Well, I, mean, I mean, that's what they
1: call them. Like, it's like, oh. Or, yeah, the or, Tribe. Yeah.
0: Uh, but now, I guess, it, does that mean Major League won't be canon? Because <laughs> Major League's canon in my world. It's always canon. Yeah. So that, that's all I have. I don't, I'm sure other people have been canceled this week that I'm forgetting. Because it seems like there's someone else getting canceled every week. Uh, what else do well, I, have I have to All you have to do is check what's trending in Twitter. to we'll find out who's fucking. Um, Pat Mahomes, baby. Dude, that contract, 10 years, $503 million. Fuck off. And he's 24. <laughs> Fuck that. Dude, so the first thing I thought is like Taylor was holding out somewhat of hope that they wouldn't be able to afford his contract, and he
1: goes to like the NFC. You know, what's funny. Justin's more mad than me because it just fucked. Oh, it totally fucked up Dak Prescott's negotiation. Because, and I was having, lar- I was actually talking to Pat about this.
0: Like, I agree that Pat, that Dak Prescott. I think he's a very good quarterback. You can't deny that he isn't a serviceable, above-average starter in this league. I agree. He he's a good quarterback. He's not otherworldly. He doesn't have a great deep arm, um, but he's a winner. He wins. We've seen it already at this point. He's won enough games to show that he is serviceable in the right system. But... What's gonna happen if, if he hit the open market, he'll get more from another team in free agency than he will from the Cowboys now, especially. Jerry Jones fucked this up so bad. Why? I know some people are like, oh, any quarterback can go in that system and do it. They said the same thing with Tony Romo. And what happened every time Tony Romo got hurt? Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing. So you, you're gonna do this now where you just think because we have a good offensive line and a running game, that we'll be able to get any quarterback and put him in there. You got lucky getting Dak where you did in the draft. And On that he fourth came in. Round? Yeah, fourth round. He comes in and he and he wins rookie of the year. He gets to the playoffs.
1: He was okay at Mississippi State. Yeah, and okay. dude, and so
0: was Pat Mahomes. Not that he, he's not fucking Pat, no, Pat Mahomes, Mahomes obviously. Threw for
1: 750 yards yeah, sure, and one fucking Sure, game.
0: sure. But it, but still, he went 12 and 14 as a starter, right. which again says something about if you think Cliff Kingsbury's really going to take the Cardinals to the next level. No. Uh, with you know what I mean? So, uh, now what's going to happen is Dak is going to be like he's not going to ask for Pat Mahomes' money, but he's going to be like I want this number now because the bar is set at this level where if you're a winner in this league, if you've proven you can win games and get to the playoffs, and win in the division and hit certain passing numbers because he, he's very smart with the football. If there's one thing you could say with Dak sure. Prescott, he does not turn it over. And he's going to get a huge contract. Will it be from the Cowboys? I really don't. I think Jerry Jones, if he hates losing on the field, one thing he hates more is losing headlines. And losing his own guy is not something he wants to yeah, have happen. Jerry
1: usually pays his own guys yeah. anyway. He yeah, usually for sure. does
0: at some point. Or guys that are over the hill in free agency.
1: Yeah, that too. Well, listen, this whole... Let, let, let the real, rational Taylor take over for five minutes, okay? Sure. He, Pat Mahomes more than deserves a contract. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's worth half a billion at 24. I don't know if anyone I is. Think, I think that's We've a had lot this of
0: conversation before about a, a guy like much. Chris Jones where I was like, he's a great player, and you said he's overpaid. I'm like, you always
1: overpay. You always overpay. You, you always overpay for someone here or there. I, that's what the market dictates. Yeah. But I just think that, you know, Pat Mahomes was due a big payday. I think it's a little too big. But on the other hand, this is a quarterback that is going to make Aaron Rodgers look like a...
0: He already has. All he has to do is win one more Super Bowl, and and he's won more than Aaron... It's a travesty that Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl.
1: It's crazy. Like, literally, and the fact he's in my division, I'm going to play him twice a year for the next... 12 now you're gonna years. experience my pain. It's literally the worst, um, yeah. and I'm not
0: happy. about and it. And you got to think he, he's still only 24, and he's earning and only gonna get better. Like his playoff run this past year was ridiculous. Was like, weird. and that was the argument about uh, I was I, 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 this, call it like Hardman, a, as good as like. Um, and I, I was talking to Pat because he originally texted me about Lamar Jackson and what Lamar will get because Lamar will get paid out the ass too if he keeps playing at this clip. Because you got to think he's still the youngest starting. He's younger than Kyler Murray. What is he like and 21? He's younger, 22. He's younger than Joe Burrow. So only he's only 22. And he's younger
1: than Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's
0: younger than Joe Burrow. <laughs> and so what is he gonna get when he gets to it? if he keeps improving and putting up these kind of numbers? And I mean, like I, I also think Lamar Jackson's the kind of guy that he is such a team player that I think he would take a little bit less to stay. When you see these videos of him, what he's like on the sideline and how much he loves Harbaugh.
1: Dude, I, especially him on the sideline at the fucking Pro Bowl. They didn't have like the water boy was nowhere to be seen, so he's like, Gotta keep y'all hydrated. Yeah, and he's like running he's, up to all the guys. He loves it, he's a good team he's, player. And my favorite was when he got the game ball, right? It was right after it came out. It was like he's a running back playing quarterback. Yeah. And it's like the game ball goes to Lamar Jackson and he does the he does a little yeah, running back. Yeah, thing. yeah, dude. He's a very funny guy. I did I didn't like Lamar Jackson. I didn't think he was going to be much I thought he was going to go to the Patriots and we were all doomed for, yeah, for sure. Years. He's but, but he, he
0: plays the game the right way. It also just He's twenty one years old. Yeah, he won Heisman at nineteen. Dude, he won what MVP MVP at twenty two. Like, think crazy, about that. Crazy. And the numbers he put up this past year put Michael Vick to shame. Really did, He's man. not. A, he, but here is the difference between him and Pat Mahomes. And it's not to say that he's not going to get better. You think he's only twenty two? He's only twenty two. He's going to become a better passer. He became a better passer from his rookie year to his second year.
1: They're different style quarterbacks. And,
0: but the difference is. I don't know if any quarterback can come back from a 24-0 to deficit in the first half to go into the second half winning by double digits
1: like he did against the Texans. Literally the worst half of football we've ever seen from Pat Mahomes was yeah, in the and, Super and
0: Bowl. And the Chiefs this all year. All maybe year. under Andy Reid the worst half they've had. Yeah, facts. And to do that, I don't know if any quarterback can do that, so it's unfair to compare him to Mahomes, but obviously the bar is set to a certain way. But when I, the Mahomes contract was first coming out, and I said it first, and then Adam Schefter said it, that it was believed that it was tied to the salary cap. One of those guys is going to get a deal like that where Absolutely. their contract and that's a smart thing to do with a young guy coming off his rookie deal. Yeah. Tie the contract to the salary cap so that every year the salary cap goes up, that their contract is guaranteed to be twenty well, percent of the salary well, cap.
1: Well, the the Chiefs were very smart because they, I mean they didn't have to extend a. What they, would
0: Mahomes get on the open market more than he just got from the Chiefs? Probably a lot more. He, gotten a, he would
1: gotten. He it's the same thing like like if the Grom hit the open market, imagine yeah, oh, the money he oh, would got. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what it, I mean? He would got but, more than Garrett Cole got. But it's the same. But it's the same thing. The, the Chiefs are very smart. Like, they know they have. This is their guy. He just won him a Super Bowl. He's a he's a league MVP or whatever a Super Bowl MVP. This is their guy. They're very yeah. smart. They're like, we're not waiting anymore. There's, there's no feel it out process because God forbid the same thing. They look. They've seen what's happening in Dallas with Dak and everything, and they're yeah. like, we don't want that. You know what I mean? We want our guy. He's our For guy. Sure. Here's your money. That's it. You're here until yes. 2031. Let's go. And then after his contract expires 12 years from now, the Mets are still going to have three more years of playing Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> yep. That's
0: the best part. What the fuck? Um, okay. So the next thing I have, let's talk a little baseball. Um, MLB's starting to heat up. I got a bunch of MLB things here. Um, so I'm going to go on record again right now to say that I don't think the baseball season is going to happen. Um,
1: the All the issues that they're having with testing the closer is it fucking gets. crazy. The that, closer it gets. Gets to the, the new opening sure. day. The more and more, I believe you. I, but the,
0: really. the, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, the A's had to shut down their camp because they couldn't get their testing results. The Nationals had to shut theirs down because they couldn't get testing results. You got more and more players dropping out. I still think Mike Trout is going to end up sitting out the season. Zach Wheeler probably will. Aaron Nola probably will. All these different guys Good. doing that. Half the Phillies rotation out of here, dude. And their their team saying that they haven't gotten the PPE they were promised, the masks and the the things like that, the Not gloves. Surprised. And it, it's just like. Why did you say that you're going to get all these things and then not have it? Like I, I, I da- you want to talk about a lack of faith even more so that you're going to have in your upcoming labor disagreement into the 2021 season. What are you doing? So I, I'm, I'm about like 60-40 right now that a baseball season's not going to happen, and it was 50-50 like last week, and now it's 60-40, and I'm still of the belief like I'm going to be excited when it starts if it starts, but flush it, just fucking pick a uh, mulligan. I, I'll say 65-35. Yeah, it's it's probably in that ballpark, but some other things we have from baseball this week. uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton got his biggest hit with the Yankees uh, right, today. Right into right to the side of fucking Tanaka. right into the dome of Tanaka. Okay, first off, I'm, uh, it, it wouldn't happen to any player but Stanton to do it, right? <laughs> but why the fuck did the Yankees not put netting out there when he's doing a simulated game with anyone doing a simulated game? Uh, I, you're trying to protect your guy. Garrett Cole's out there without it. Like, how do you not like fix these kind of things where you can prevent? Dude, even
1: if he doesn't get hit in the head, guys have pitchers have had their ankles shattered by line drives. They've had their knee. Uh, shattered. So some of the worst injuries I've ever seen have been a line drive yeah, back to the pitcher, like, and it's really. because oh well they don't like
0: pitching with it. There, I'm like they're not actually pitching well, right now. It's a simulated game. They're just trying to get their arm strength and stamina up. Like you're waiting for disaster to happen with this. I uh, just I don't understand it. Whoever it told
1: the guys that told Tanaka he could do that is letting Garrett Cole do that needs to be fucking fired. Really does, honestly. Like and, and the thing is too, like Tanaka is a like he's a Yankee. Yeah, you know what I mean like uh, he's the guy you want in a big game until Garrett Cole proves he's it. He's the guy in the from what I understand, from what I remember, he's the guy you want to hand the ball to in the postseason.
0: Absolutely, into you know a game I mean? that
1: where you need to win the division,
0: right. a game where you don't want to get swept in a series. He was like CC. He never lost a game coming
1: where the Yankees were coming off a loss. You know, you know it how was, much I respect CC Sabathia, and I I, lo- I wish you again one of those things. I wish he was my guy. Oh I yeah, dude, did. I loved CC. CC was fucking awesome because like I remember he was pitching for Cleveland and he, he jumped he jumped around a bunch of places. Well, he got
0: he was pitching for the Indians. Right. Uh, he won a Cy Young with them in 2000, 2007 and the In two thousand eight, he got traded. To the Brewers was he willed them to the, the the playoffs and fucking cocksuckers he they got the fucking wild card in the last day of the 2008 season over the fucking Mets piece of shit <laughs> cocksucking fucking
1: asshole didn't mean to bring up um, the down. it was saw.
0: literally there were two big trades that year that got team lifted teams to the playoffs it was CC to the Brewers and it was uh, Manny Ramirez from the Red Sox to the Dodgers who was absurd for the Dodgers both those guys could have gotten MVP bo- votes that year it ultimately went to Albert Pujols in 2008 but uh, but wh- I clearly forgot what well you're saying. See, like, well, he's the ultimate guy.
1: teammate. He's the ultimate Wait. leader on a pitching staff. And, and the one thing that I always loved, too, was I forget who they were playing, but, like, someone beamed one of their – one of the. One oh, of the and he, can't, he did it all the time. And if he felt his guy he – th- he didn't give a fuck, and, eject me, whatever. And, and it was, like, the second to last – it was his last start of the season, and if he finished that start all the way through, like, I think oh, yeah, yeah, six innings, he was going to get, like, a five hundred million yeah, bonus. Yeah, bonus, and he did it anyway. And he said, fuck you, and he beamed the guy right and the back. Ejected. And got ejected. got ejected. Yeah, he
0: needed, like, two more innings, I think is what it was, to hit that accelerator on his bonus.
1: And it was like, okay, that's a guy who fucking gets yeah. it. That's
0: a guy I want in my clubhouse. You know what I yeah. mean? And I
1: always thought that was... I
0: only ever had one big issue with CC, and it was towards the end of his career, and I just thought, it's, it's stupid because... He- it, it's part of the game, but his knees were balky. We all knew this in his last, like, five years. And guys would drop down bunts on him sometimes to the left, to his right because he couldn't field, and he got, would flip out about it and then beam him. I'm like, dude, you can't get mad about that. They're taking advantage of it. You always try to bunt at guys that weren't good pitch, uh, fielding pitchers. You didn't ever try to bunt, bunt again Greg, Greg Maddox, no. R.A. Dickey, Bartolo Colon, because they were great fielders. Um, it, you know, But you of course you're going to do it. If you need to get on base You're down by one run, You of course you're going to lay down a bunt, and he would have a temper tantrum about it. But it's, it's minuscule. Um, the other baseball news uh, that Taylor and I are very excited about, we've been excited about it, is the sale of the New York Mets. Uh, we've been leading the – we've been championing the cause for the A-Rod j team to take um, majority ownership. Now but realistic now, sets in. But now our boy – The guy that we wanted, the guy that we thought we were getting, although I never thought it was actually going to happen, is coming back in to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Uncle Stevie! Mr. Stevie Cohen looks like he right now he is the consensus favorite to get the Mets um, for a premium compared to what he was going to pay. Originally, the bid was $2.6 billion before it fell through. Now it looks like he may be able to get him around $2 billion and and take over ownership immediately in the 2021 season. uh, Sny is apparently not part of the deal, which I don't give a fuck. Who gives I mean, a shit if he gets to take over right anyway? I don't give a fuck. But this is the best part. All, there's at least six bidders, not including him, and all of them are going to bid. And then the Wilpons will be like, Stevie, this is what these guys offer. And you're like, All right, here's another five hundred thousand on top. Right. And then they're, they're going to go back to these guys. They're just going to drive it up. And then no one's going to be able to top him. No, one, okay. I don't think any of these guys are going to go above two point one
1: billion. Well, so that was the thing I was reading was that no. It, out of all these investors and all these bidders, no, it's very wide speculated that no one's even willing to go up to two billion other than Steve. Yeah, he's. I mean, I I was thinking that if it ended
0: up being the A Rod J Lo team, it would end up being around one point eight to two billion, right? And
1: that, you know I, I would love that too, because to stick it right to those fucking dickheads who had two point six in the palm of their hands. Yes. Yeah, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. and then they're like, yeah, no. But yeah. now they're going to lose six hundred million dollars. Well, they're going to get losing. If the they get to team. keep
0: SNY. That that's the biggest cash cow for the. Team. So whatever, I, whatever. I, I, I
1: get that. But what that's I'm saying why is they make like, upfront but as your
0: upfront asking price. million is a fucking that's a Dude, big chunk of change. That
1: would pay off that loan that's coming due but very soon.
0: We we should get news on the ownership of the sale of the Mets by the end of the week, I'm hoping, barring any snags. Um, now that they got the the mistake they made previously was they just tried dealing with Stevie Cohen one-on-one, and that's why it was allowed to fall through. But now that this financial firm is involved handling all of it, it looks like there should be knockwood, no hang-ups, and regardless, the team's gonna get sold. That's the yeah, important well,
1: that, Not that, wood. That, Not no. wood. Well, so so, what would be the most Mets thing to happen, right? That they don't sell. No, that they sell. They're t- banished t- t- from the league. T- t- that as Stevie Cohen buys at a premium. Dies has <laughs> has has one of the deepest pockets, one of the richest owners, and across all gets straight. arrested for a Ponzi scheme. Shut up and let me finish. And literally next year,
0: pedophilia strike. <laughs> yeah, that would be very Mets, yeah. Um, uh, that, that. Well, that, that's, that would be very Mets. All, the, all those other things I said, too. Ponzi scheme, already happened. Pedophilia, probably already happened. Uh, <laughs> Yelled at a pregnant woman for having a child at <laughs> a wedlock. Already happened. Uh, you yeah. know, like, uh, you know, Bobby the other, Bonilla already happened. The, the other day, <laughs> they signed Bobby Bonilla to another extension.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the other day, I was like just cruising Mets Twitter. By the way, it is toxic. Oh my Mets god, Mets Twitter is disgusting. <clears throat> All the I, fact put, that people throwing shade at fucking Marcus Stroman is disgusting. Yes, it's great. I love Marcus Stroman. Yeah, me He's too. A great guy. To be fair, Marcus Stroman has literally just been blocking everybody. I know, good for him. Everybody. Um, but, like, the other thing I saw, like, you know, UNSS is taking fielders at first base. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing, like, Dom Smith taking fielders. Uh, in center field. In center field. The guy's not that Which, fast. Which, honestly, but you know what? So that uh, I, I even retweeted that, but I
0: know what that is. They actually do that in spring training regularly because they're trying to improve arm strength. So okay, it's more like cut sense. off Because they'll put guys in all weird positions because they're trying to get different arm angles and things like that. So it makes sense. But it's, it's not in a, a med- in a weird season,
1: some wonky things are going to happen. It's not a med season until Jed Lowry
0: is it, announced that he, he's out, out for with, the season again. All right, so the last thing I want to talk about. Um, first off, Good Fight was announced for a headline of Fight Night card on September 10th. Uh, actually, really quick before I get to that, there was another thing in baseball that was announced that I just remembered, that next year, on the 20th anniversary of September 11th, on 9-11-2021, uh, the Mets and Yankees will play at Citi Field, which is pretty fucking cool. I like that. I would love to go to that game. I that would really be a really cool game. That'll be the day that Al-Qaeda attacks again. It'll be at Citi Field. All of us. <laughs> yeah, we're there. It's a, three people died in a city field attack. So, it was, was, a... was uh, three people from West Mel, Milf- three West Melforders. I'm not from West Melford. <laughs>
1: not anymore. Yeah. West Melford in the house. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What, so with the Mets and Yankees on July 17th and 18th, are you guys going to watch? Even, oh, of even though course. it's simulated, I, it's whatever oh, it is? Oh, oh uh, it's, it's like if there's like nothing a, on, I'll watch it's it. Like sure. A training sure. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll
0: watch it. Um, okay, so. I don't even have to ask. Josh didn't even answer. He doesn't yeah. care. No, he doesn't care. Until the Yankees are in the World Series, he doesn't care care. Yeah, (laughs) he gives a thumbs up cocksucker. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, fight, good fight was announced For the main event Of uh, September 10th Fight night card uh, Returning Tiago Santos Hasn't fought Since he tore up Both his knees Against John Jones Jesus. Gonna be fighting Glover Teixeira That's a good Love fight. that fight Love that fight Which brings me to my next subject um, UFC 251 this weekend Awesome Fucking Card Great fucking card Three title fights And, and uh, a last minute Title fight With Jorge Masvidal stepping up At last minute In the place of Gilbert Burns To fight Kamaru Isman I am That's fucking That's the fight I want That's the fight i am fucking pumped. So let's go through some of these fights um, with the main card. Uh, first fight is Amanda Ribas. who I'm not sure if I know her specifically. Let me just see her record really quick and who she's fought. That's fine. You keep um,
1: looking, I'm, gonna, I'm but, literally going to bet.
0: But she's fighting Paige Van Zandt, so that's the first car- fight on the card on the main card. Good fight. Really good fight. Um, I, I. I. Paige Van Zandt has been very disappointing as a fighter. She hasn't really improved. Very similar to Sage Northcutt but she has improved uh, physically for me to look at. Would yes. you agree in that regard? She's very. She is. She's a great. It's one of the great tit She's, jobs of all time. She's a great. Instagram Yes. On uh, next fight, only the the first time in UFC history that a rematch is happening. That was originally. It's a rematch from a title fight with Andrade, uh, Jessica Andrade, fighting uh, Rose. Thug Rose Great rematch From a great fight Where Rose lost the title After getting slammed On her fucking head Very excited for that one uh, For the Bantamweight Championship Peter Peter Jan Versus Jose Aldo Featherweight title rematch Between Alexander Volkanovski Against Max Holloway And the uh, aforementioned Welterweight Championship fight Between Kamaru Uzman And Jorge Masvidal uh, First fight Taylor uh, Amanda Rebos Versus Paige Van Zandt. Who you taking? I'm
1: going to take
0: uh, Paige I'm going to take Amanda Let's try to remember our picks So we can see who did well Well um, I'm
1: literally going to Bet
0: on her okay. Well, don't do it right now. We're talking about a cocksucker. Oh, right. um, okay, Jessica Andrade against Rose. Who are you taking? I got Andrade. I'm going to take Rose just to be different here. That's fair. Um, Rose was I doing mean, well until she gassed out. Cool. She, let, she let Jessica
1: kick the fuck out of her legs and lost her base. It's it's, it's really a great fight. That can go either
0: yeah, way. Yeah, because, again, in that fight, Rose won the first two rounds, but she let her legs get kicked the shit out of, and she had no base to move around. Yeah, so yeah, right. if she makes that adjustment, she wins. Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo for the Bantamweight Championship. I'm
1: taking Jose Aldo. He's going to take him the title back that night.
0: I'm taking Peter Yan. Uh, I think he's going to TKO him in the third round. Really? I okay. think uh, he, he's too well-rounded. and. Jose Aldo is well rounded too, but I think that he's a little too precise for Jose. And if Jose doesn't clip him early and set the pace early on, he's going to lose. So I am going to take him by third round TKO. Uh, rematch: Volkanovski versus Max Holloway. Oh,
1: I want to say Max. Take him.
0: So bad. I'll tell you who I'm taking. You pick first. I'm taking Volkanovski. Because yeah, Max Holloway has been training like a dummy. He hasn't really. He's been hitting mitts and that's it. Or not even mitts. Like a heavy bag. Hasn't trained in person. Been training via Zoom conferences. But well, that was
1: also like I got got on a fake Ariel Hawaiian. Yeah. I was
0: so mad I, at you. I told I, people and they're like, I, no way. I really like,
1: thought fucking Max Holloway was out. I'm like,
0: Come you on. gotta always look to make sure it's a verified account. Like I retweet Sports Talk Barry all the time. To see who he gets. <laughs> yeah. He retweets some funny <laughs> shit, Did dude. Sometimes when I see him on like national TV. Oh, dude, Skip Bayless has read his tweets like 15 times <laughs> so you're taking Volkanovski as well yeah. alright so now the main event Kamaru Uzman versus Jorge Masvidal who are you taking
1: oh that's such a hard one it's I want to take Jorge but I think do it beat him. do it in your cool all right, fine. I got Holloway
0: and Masvidal. You fine. Fuck. So we have different picks in every fight. So that's perfect. Usman is going to uh, struggle early because Masvidal is going to come out very confident, but he's going to endure. I think he's he's okay. going to wear him out and submit him in the fourth round. I think in the championship rounds is where Usman really is. But does. you're taking Masvidal. Yes. To a first round knockout. I hope. <laughs> okay. If you thing. went 0-5 against me, I get to shave your balls on, on the show. Nope. Okay. I get to shave Josh's balls. That's fine. That's
1: not my fault. <laughs> Josh so just realized. Wait, me? Yeah. Why not? Um, so yeah, I'm very excited for that card. I'm Very confident. I will not go zero and five. I think if I if I go two and three, I'll be happy. <laughs> if you just if you're almost five hundred, because <laughs> I have a losing record against you in every single fight. We always take. I think you have like Literally two wins. Ten years. Ten years of picking fights. I have not won a single fucking card. Well, when you're a loser, you live up to your name. Oh, thanks, dude. No, I'm calling you a loser. So this is that article you sent me, that same fucking scary Perry Big Three bullshit. When it was like, hold was on, like, I gotta read. The, Did you read that, Josh? No. Just you do, need to go on. back later. Just and, just read the top of it. Uh, the top of it is literally the conversation. I screenshotted it. Is what the conversation you and I have nine times I out fu- of ten, dude. Josh, it's, I need you to do me a favor later shit. and
0: just read that because okay. it's from two thousand
1: three. I need and the, you also have to see that part, right? there All right, so you I got have it, to I got see it. who it's written by. It, uh, I don't understand. I thought it was written well, by
0: Gary. It was written by William Randolph Hearst, who was like the founder of American newspapers Uh, all I saw was
1: Hearst and I was like wait Gary
0: Bertier so this this is the article Don goes to Perry what if you fuck this up and (laughs) Perry goes I'm not what if you do you fucked up many times in your life what if you fuck up I won't what if you do I won't did I fuck up the movie Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that's literally Bullshit. Con- Bobcat Goldwood took me aside and he said, I had this set book for three months, but you pulled it off in three days. Of course he's going to say that. He's a director. Okay, end of interview. <laughs> this, that's literally a conversation me and you have had with different contexts a thousand times. Well, the one before that, the screenshot that I said, that was my favorite part. <laughs> it's Perry's sitting there And he's talking He goes Okay Windy city heat started in them On the effect that I have an attitude And 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 then it says Don spills a large glass of water on Perry Who is incidentally Is still in his underwear And Don goes Oh shit You fucking asshole Perry sit down I made a mistake I am gone Perry sit down We're in the middle of an interview I'm fucking gone Perry gets up from the table And the two begin to wrestle (laughs) Perry
1: sit down I made a
2: mistake. <laughs> just, he just a glass of
1: water. Dude, uh, that was... So, la- last night... So, uh, speaking of stuff we watched, I watched Windy City Heat last night for the first guys, time in a while. if you haven't seen Windy City Heat... It's free on YouTube. It's the funniest fucking movie. Josh, up there, one of the funniest oh, movies yeah, you've definitely. seen? Dude, Josh... So, I paid $8 for this DVD. No Blu-ray, no nothing. It's not available on Apple TV anywhere. I paid $8 for it, and I paid $7 to ship it. And then it's free on... On YouTube <laughs> like an hour later dude I watched this movie and it is one of the it is the funniest fucking thing Perry is reading like he's auditioning for his role of Stone Fury a sports PI on <laughs> um, the best <laughs> private dick around <laughs> and he's reading and he's li- literally just he gets maybe two lines in and this guy Mole, just comes out hey Perry did you get the part yet? <laughs> alright don't suck dude. dude don't suck don't suck But the best my dude, f- when he gets the part and they beat the shit out of him <laughs> you're fucking is asshole. So bad. <laughs> dude when, when he's eating food and the,
0: the guys are playing basketball and they're like they're on the set of Schindler's List 2 and it's just a bunch of Nazis and Jews playing basketball and Don just Bail, rails him in the face With the basketball no. Guys seriously Watch Dude. Windy City It's on For free on YouTube It's the funniest Fucking movie You'll ever see Dude,
1: Perry can't get Into his trailer <laughs> <laughs> and It's it, And <laughs> he walks out And he goes This is my trailer You damn Dirty yeah. heathen No just, <laughs> He says damn Dirty ape. Yeah <laughs> And he just runs
0: away <laughs> uh, I like when he has The, the hairdresser The gay hairdresser <laughs> He goes Oh Mr. Perry Matthew Perry This is the set for O. right? (laughs) I'm not fucking gay. (laughs) Oklahomos. All right. You want to wrap, you guys want to wrap this up? (laughs) Oklahomos. Are we ready to wrap this up? Yes. All right, Josh, take us out in honor of the best damn fiddler you've ever seen. Mr. Charlie Daniels. I'm still so sad about it. We take you out with the the great devil went down to Georgia. uh, A great metal version of on guitar hero three, by the way, to end the game on that Taylor only learned died about two and a half hours ago. And we will see you guys next week on you watch. I listen later. Sold steel. He sold a He was in, in a, bind.
1: a bind. He was way behind. He was willing Whether to make, make a deal. deal.
0: When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle
2: and playing it hot. And the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and
1: said, boy, let me tell you what.